Hello everybody, welcome to Game Goose, a video game podcast. Today is June 27th and this is episode one. I am joined to my left here by Clinton Brower. Hey guys. Same room. And uh, and from New York City, uh, my buddy Neil Brower. Hello. No relation. Yeah, see, we're not related. <laughs> Our names aren't even spelled the same. But <laughs> I realize yeah, you get that there. stupid U in there. I have the Germanic spelling and Neil has uh, the Ellis Island spelling, <laughs> we'll call it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that Other is, known as uh, Irish. That is accurate. Um, as I said, we are a video game podcast. The three of us uh, love games and we love talking about games. So uh, here we are. Uh, first thing we're going to do, we're going to kind of go around the horn. We're going to talk about what we've been playing recently. Um or what you've beaten, anything like that. Just kind of our video game lives. And our bonus question for today, since we haven't covered E3 and all, since it's our first episode, just like one game that stood out for you at E3. Uh, Neil, what do you want to go first? Uh, what have you been playing? Well, uh, I've recently gotten uh, hooked on the Game Pass. I thought I was in a bit of a game drought, and now I'm I'm saturated. Um, uh, what have we been doing? I, well, you're one of my number one playing pals yeah, we play a lot so of we've been there. we've been dipping into what is it, elder scrolls online mm-hmm. that's been fun the division i mean oh, that's yeah. been out for a while and we're just discovering it um oh what was that fun free game uh we've been playing laser what, what, league laser league yeah, that's a fun little one you can what pick is laser up league? uh it's an like a arena game Maybe you can explain it better. <laughs> it's like la- well, there's lasers, obviously. I think you were off to a good start. Um, <laughs> I mean, um, imagine, imagine a course from one of those Nickelodeon like obstacle courses where yeah. you have to get to the end. Only like the dare. obstacles are lasers. Yeah. Okay. And you have swords and stuff. Nice. So you're just in an arena, and the object is to activate a laser for your color, and not get hit by the opponent's lasers. Yeah. Nice. It's pretty simple, but eh, it's hard there's to a lot going on under the surface. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to explain. When you see it, you'd be like, oh, okay, I get it. But yeah, you activate these nodes, and they put lasers on the field, and you can push each other into them and stuff like that. Nice. It's pretty cool. So is it just like a just like an obstacle course? Um, well, you, there's these nodes. When you activate it, it like will open up the laser. and so. But it's like one arena, and you're kind of dodging around it. So Okay. It's pretty cool. It's fun. Uh, Do we know if that's an Xbox exclusive? Can other people play that, or is that just for us? Uh, Laser League. I don't know. It look, just looked fun. That's a, that's the fun thing about Game Pass is like once you like get deeper into the stuff, you're yeah. just like, oh, you just find some nice little this. gems in there. Um, it's yeah. on Steam. It's on. Yep, it's on PlayStation uh, so Four, Xbox One, and Windows. So it is. It is fun. Um, I bet it's fun for about a month or two. Yeah, yeah. It's fun to pick <laughs> up and play a couple rounds. Yeah. Um, and anything you're excited from from E3? Uh, well, can, can I say the next Elder Scrolls? <laughs> yeah, we I mean, got the <laughs> vaguest of teasers from it. Yeah. We know it happens in a place with a city and some sky. <laughs> yep, it yep. is not Skyrim though. Was there even a city? Uh, yeah, I thought it was just mountains. yeah. There was like a little. I thought. Uh, yeah. I thought it was like a tower and then some mountains, yeah. but maybe it was a city. I, I've been avoiding. Like I, I watched, I watched it when it came out, and yeah. I haven't really watched it since. So I don't because know because there was nothing like to you know. Yeah. people overanalyze all this stuff. Over, and you gotta, over. you gotta go and find find the sky code or whatever was in Overwatch. Right, right. Um, all right, uh, uh, Clinton, what have you been playing? Uh, so ooh, that's a good question. I've been playing Mario Tennis. Yeah, um, just got. Wait, that. the new one. Yeah. Yeah, it just came out. It's out. Yeah, a couple weeks ago, week ago. Yeah. 
about a week, week ago. ago. It's fun. I've been enjoying it. I think the story mode's like difficult, and in that like way where you like want to smash your controllers, but <laughs> also in that way, like when you beat something, it feels like you get that rush of like, yes, that <laughs> was like I I did it. <laughs> it was all me. Yeah, it's, it's the Cuphead adrenaline rush. Right? Yeah. right, right. Yeah, no kidding. And I've been now. Playing- did you? Did you play the original Mario Tennis? Uh, I haven't played Mario Tennis in a long time. And in, when I did play it last, it was just like a few times. And I've, I never like owned it. I think the last Mario Tennis I played was like the Game Boy Advance version, which was great. They had like I'm the RPG kind of aspect. Yeah. They made one for GameCube, didn't they? Or am I... Am I, yeah, I, I know there was a Strikers for GameCube. Mm-hmm. Well, I could be wrong on that even. But I'm... Pretty sure there was a striker. I just read the history of Mario Tennis Did the other you? day, and yeah, they said that the ga- there was a GameCube one that came out that was pretty good. That like, I think it connected to one of the Game Boy ones. Like you could. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I just finished Golf Story. Yeah. Which is a surprising amount of fun. So good. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like go here. Yeah. Hit a golf. It, well, like, yeah. Like speaking of like Mario, like sports games. Like right. I used to have Mario Golf on the uh, Game Boy and. It just reminds me so much of that. It's like, the, I mean, how different can you make a golf game, especially right. a 16, 8 bit, whatever it is? It kind of reminds me of like what Stardew Valley did for Harvest Moon. Yeah. Like taking back like the old nostalgic feelings of those games. Like it did that for like Mario Golf. Yeah. For me. I really like that game. <laughs> um, uh, Hollow Knight, too. I started okay. playing Hollow Knight. Uh, that one for me is like how Mario Tennis has been like hard and I've been enjoying it. Hollow Knight to me has just been hard. <laughs> like, I'm not the best at games, but <laughs> I've just like struggled with it and I get to every boss fight and it takes me 15 times to beat every right. boss. So I've just I, kind of given I, up on I it. I do want to play that game because I like difficult games. Um, I think I'm going to try it here first because I don't want to like, uh, I've been playing Cuphead yeah, and that was a game that I was playing when it first came out. Had for was playing for a long time, and then got frustrated because it was so hard. Yeah, and gave up. So I kind of want to, but I'm back in it. I'm gonna beat it this time. So I want to see like how Hollow Knight compares to like something like Cuphead. Yeah, I don't know. I've not played Cuphead, so I can't <laughs> give you the uh, right, right comparison. Um, anything else you've been playing? Well, the usual. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Always. What, what, a few games. Well, right. what's the usual? Well, I guess. we'll get into that. We'll get into <laughs> You'll that find later. out okay. about that later. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, as I, was, as I mentioned, I was, I've been playing Elder Scrolls Online with Neil. The Division. I'm not crazy about the Division, so I think I'm personally going to move away from that. Uh, but we're getting back into Elder Scrolls Online, uh, which I've discovered I enjoy so much more if I just think like, oh, this isn't Skyrim with other people. This is an MMO with an Elder Scrolls skin. Yeah. Like, we were so disappointed when that came. Uh, out. Yeah, I remember having a crack at it right initially and not enjoying it at all and then never picking it up again right you gotta think of it more like it is more like wow and I'm enjoying playing third person too as opposed to first because there's not so much stuff to interact with so you don't really need to be first person and the combat is actually pretty cool looking um, so I did that I finally beat Elder Scrolls Skyrim the before main story you, just saying it before you run off uh, did you ever play World of Warcraft a little bit but I've never really like been a big PC gamer okay. um, so I never really had like anything that good I've always had you know small laptops yeah. that weren't like made for that but I, enjoy, I enjoyed that and I could have s- probably gotten into that yeah um, I think Dan and I got a free two weeks in high school and 
we got maybe an hour or two outside of, uh, you know, the beginning place where you just kill the pigs or the, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, boars, the boars or whatever they are. <laughs> yeah. And we're like, okay, this will get fun soon. And then it, it's just a grind. Oh, I mean, I mean from, it definitely, it definitely like caters to that, like certain kind of like, to that certain kind of uh, like dopamine release of leveling up. Right. And yeah, if you're not into that kind of thing or that doesn't like tickle your jollies then (laughs) it's not gonna do anything for you i guess and i i I mean i think it becomes like a in time investment kind of thing where like you invest all this time and you become something more and then you you just keep going back to it because that's like what right i'm I'm trying to move and i'll talk about this again later move away from games that are just these time investments yeah there's a whole idea of like gaming as a service and there's this Overwatch and Fortnite and all this stuff, but I and I like competitive games and games that you can play forever. But then it's also if I'm doing that, I'm not playing all these other games I have. Yeah, and I miss like story and things like that that feel like you know complete. And uh, like I was saying, I did beat Elder Scrolls Skyrim Mains Quest for the first time. <laughs> Speaking of story, a decade late. Yeah, basically, I got after game. like what nine releases. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, I beat it special edition on my Xbox One. Uh, the main story I gotta keep with my the reason I never finished it to begin with. It's just not interesting to me. So you got to Sovereign Garden. I did like going to Sovereign Garden. I thought yeah. that was cool. That was like I, that blew my mind. That was like. pretty cool. <laughs> I did like that. Um, and then, in addition to all the other stuff we've already talked about, I played a game called Abzu, which is uh, it's less of a game because you can't die. Like you can never lose. Um, but you're swimming, and you do, like you don't really know the story till the end. So I don't want to say anything about it. Um, but you swim, and it's one of those games where it's like it's beautiful, even though the graphics aren't like insane. They do a really good job with atmosphere. And the music is just, like, insane. But you're just this scuba diver, and you're just kind of swimming along. Hmm. And that's, like, all I can really say. So is it, like, a story, then, that you're trying to, There's a story. There's no words. Okay. And you, like, kind of learn what happened. Okay. You kind of go through these underwater ruins, and then you kind of find out, like, what happened. Um, But that's, you know, no no words. It's really great. You can... There's, like, this fun little mechanic where there's, like, all these fish around. And if there's a bigger fish, if you hold a button, you can just ride them. And it doesn't really help you at all. <laughs> it's just fun to do. Yeah. Um, so I really like that. And then, uh, well, oh, were you excited about anything for me three, Clint? Uh, I mean, there were a handful of things. The biggest one I think is probably the new Mario Party. Yeah, I'm so excited <laughs> for that. I'm super pumped about it. Uh, we're gonna play the crap out of that. So oh yeah. much. <laughs> like, I mean, I love party games. And so. it's, uh, and it's uh, changing. Uh, how many how many Mario Parties did they put out where they had like the uh, you were always in the same cart. I feel like the last two they broke away from what, yeah, what Mario Party truly kind of was. Yeah. Uh, Ten had the cart, and I think maybe nine. I don't. I, I I'm don't not know. sure. Yeah. Um, the last good one was for the Wii, though. That I that I remember. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, and Wii mini games are always going to be. Yeah, fun. Just great because yeah. you have motion controls. Which are yeah, I'm interested to see how much they use it on Switch. Yeah, me too. I think. I think I have a permanent dead spot on my palm from Mario, <laughs> from, from Mario sixty Mario surface. Party sixty four. Just like the spin your joystick, just yeah. press them as hard as you can. Yeah, it's like I gotta beat my parents. <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited for that. We're gonna have like way too much fun, um, and I'm so glad they're going back to the old form. Um, games I'm excited for from uh, I 
I think I mean there's a lot I was excited for, but I think Smash Brothers is the one that I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, I can't wait. No, and it's so like compared to some of the other games that were announced at E3, it's so soon. I mean, everyone had their like games that were coming out soon. But yeah, like, um, yeah, because Fallout seventy six, yeah, November, um, and Spider Man in September. So like that was like Sony's kind of quick thing. Yeah, everyone's raving about that. Um, and Smash Brothers is December, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, early December. Yep. So that's gonna be going to be huge all I'm right playing um, the hell out of that when i come home for yeah, christmas no oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's gonna be a crazy couple months with uh, mario um i hope the online's good oh yeah i, I and that's the thing that was missing for me three for me was just more information about this nintendo switch online yeah. like they haven't given us like anything really about it there's just a pricing really right yeah and the and pricing's great like <laughs> there's gonna be like games like old game retro games yeah you get like stuff. 20 games um no this is a subscription service yeah yeah it's like it's like um xbox live or uh playstation plus it's cheaper than both of those right though oh yeah it's way cheaper yeah, yeah it's like xbox gold or um but it's, like it's 30 dollars a year or something 20 dollars a year, $20 a year? Yeah. yeah and you can do 35 dollars and you get a family pass and you can do like four Seven switches people. or something <laughs> yeah, i can't remember exactly but but i do want to hear more about that it's um, like your Netflix password, you just share it around. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right, now we're, now we're going to head into some news. Uh, speaking of getting no news from uh, Nintendo, we got a couple <laughs> yeah. a couple things here that are pretty interesting. Um, Bethesda is suing the makers of the West uh, World game, uh, Warner Brothers, and Behavior Interactive, uh, saying Behavior Interactive took their code. Uh, Bethesda hired them to start working on Fallout Shelter. I'm not sure what happened with that. They started working on Fallout Shelter, and it seems like they never finished. Well, some of the code they use, I think, is in Fallout Shelter. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's insane, like, reading through uh, what's happening. But have you guys seen even just, like, the ads for this Westworld game? No, I haven't. Yeah, I'm flipping through the screenshots right now, and it's, uh, wow. The same game, yeah. It like, is dead on. Like, it just looks exactly the same. Like, it's it's insane. And then, like, they're going through and what they're saying about the game... Uh, we're, I'm reading the uh, uh, Kotaku report on it, and it's, it is a blatant ripoff, and they're saying that even some of the bugs that were originally in Fallout Shelter are in the Westworld <laughs> game, because <laughs> it's the same code. Um, so it's, it's crazy how much it's, it's the same game. Yeah. This uh, is like more of a copy paste theft than I thought it was. Oh, oh yeah. It's, it's insane. Um, but my favorite <laughs> part about the story is Kotaku has gotten in trouble with Bethesda in the past for leaking um, information about their games beforehand. So Kotaku is blacklisted from Bethesda like press conferences and everything like that. But Bethesda is using a Kotaku article Article. called Westworld Video Game looks a lot like Fallout Shelter as evidence (laughs) in court. That's that's really funny. (laughs) Uh, So I'm interested to see where this one goes um, because the other big uh, video game uh, uh, legal issue right now is PUBG and Fortnite, and that one it, makes me laugh. It makes me laugh too, uh, because it looks like PUBG's dropped Fortnite. And we don't know if they settled out of court or anything like that. Yeah, but it's like this thing where because Bethesda, the game, the Fallout Shelter is not a new genre. There was a game uh, called Tiny Tower for mobile that was really big. And Fallout Shelter was very reminiscent of that, but it was obviously oh, a different the art style and stuff. 
Didn't you play uh, Tiny Tower, Neil? Oh, yeah. my I had the biggest Tiny Tower. <laughs> so you had a, a large tower, or a normal tower? Was a, is that how it goes? You go from tiny to normal? No, I think it was extravagant by the end of it. And then you have, I had that one feeling everyone has when you put too much time into a phone game. Right. What the fuck am I doing? Right. It's so weird when you're sitting like in front of your Xbox or whatever, and you're just like on your phone playing this dumb game, and you're like, what am I doing? But I think, you know, I think mobile games have their thing, their, uh, their place definitely and uh i feel bad when that place is in front of my xbox but sometimes <laughs> it happens <laughs> um but like it's so different because you know they they picked up on that genre of like building and they expanded on it and they you know they let you send your people out for quests and things like that uh so the, but like this art style and everything is a blatant rip off of fallout shelter but when it comes to PUBG and suing fortnite like that's like man they barely created a genre because like they're like yeah like in like the art styles are completely different the idea and there's so much more to just like the the genre that they have created than just like go be the last one right like fortnite you can build things and stuff right so yeah no it is more of a genre than a like game right and it's like if, if bub g can sue fortnite then like Doom can sue Halo. Like Gold well, Doom can, can sue any first-person shooter. <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> right. There was a reason like first-person shooters were known as Doom clones for so long. Right. Like, <laughs> my other big problem with the the Fortnite um, PUBG lawsuit is like who? I feel like seventy-five percent of E3 was hey, there's a battle royale mode. Right. Like, yeah. Call of Duty, Battlefield, everyone's getting one. Like, wh- where, where, where does the buck stop? PUBG? Right, and like Neil and I used to play this game called The Culling, which was a battle royale, and it and out before PUBG. Uh, was it out before PUBG? It was close. I, I'm not that, sure. right around the same but time. Definitely before Fortnite. Um, and like they don't get touched. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the thing is, like, you, you barely created a genre. You just created a new kind of shooter. Like, yeah. it just like it's just a new sh- like game. Well, they didn't even create the genre. I mean, that goes back farther than PUBG. Right. There's like, <laughs> it's like saying that, uh, it's like saying League of Legends is the first MOBA. Right. We're like, no, like people are playing MOBAs on Warcraft. Right. Like, exactly. Yeah. Which, like Dota, I think might even be before League of Legends, but like, yeah, the idea Warcraft. that like, one of the two of them created this genre. Like, no, like it's just a mod on a Warcraft game. Right. Like, Warcraft became Dota, which got watered down and became League of Legends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they dropped. Have you ever it. tried to play Dota? There's way too. There's, there is. I, you don't need to know a lot about MOBAs. All you need to know yeah. is that typically you have three skills, and you level up through the game. Once you get to seven or somewhere around there, you get an ultimate. So four skills in and out. Then you got like passives and stuff to work with. There's a there's a a Dota character that every combi- there's like uh, I want to say like 82 different combinations of bu- of the buttons you can press and that will give you a different skill and a different effect. I, I mean we're talking like S class difficulty. So like that league just kind of more intense. accessible. Uh, oh yeah totally and i'm sure all i mean it's like the difference between PUBG and fortnite right like one's more cartoony and like goofy but they still have like their difficulties like they're different things about them that are 
Yeah. I, I mean, played a lot of League. I loved League. Dota I played a lot of League, hard. too. And I played but some Dota. Dota, Dota was the ever OG. The was uh, Heroes of the Storm, which I hear comparatively is not great. Yeah. But we just no, played that for it's Overwatch. <laughs> to get Overwatch bonuses. Yeah. Skins or whatever. But, like, this, this lawsuit against Fortnite is just... It just seems so, like, out of anger and, like, you guys stole our thing. And, like, it seems like they didn't think it through. Like, there's no way. Yeah. And it says, and this is uh, from PCGamer.com, um, but Bloomberg apparently reported it originally that they withdraw, they withdrew their um, their case, and so we don't know if they settled out of court or whatever like that. But I can't imagine doing that. I don't. I mean, uh, yeah, who knows? I thought they said that they dropped their case. I yeah. Yeah, that's uh, what this is. It just I'm says right sure, here, though. as reported by Bloomberg, PUBG Corp said a letter of withdrawal to Epic's legal team earlier this week. The case has now been closed, says Bloomberg. However, it is unclear if settlement was reached in the process. Okay. So, but maybe they just realized they weren't going to win. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if a settlement was made, though. I mean, yeah. it's like one of those things. You don't want to be caught up in court doing a bunch of crazy stuff, which that's is why people true. use that as, like, a tactic. Right. Like, Especially with... Also, yeah. as... As PUBG's been hemorrhaging money and losing all their players to yeah. well, Fortnite, like, who probably is who's put out content like every other week, they're up to their eyeballs in uh, money. I mean, well, I, I think if we're thinking legal teams, right. Fortnite comes out on top. Yeah, wasn't uh, wasn't PUBG initially just players unknown or player unknown? Uh, like just one guy made it. Yeah, I think so. Um, they're now a Korean. Yeah, I'm sure that yeah. there's more people now because. Um, yeah, but I mean, like, here's the thing: like, Fortnite actually works. <laughs> Number yeah. one. Yeah. And didn't uh, PUBG just come out with like this whole like uh, battle pass kind of version that would like really upset everybody? Well, yeah. I mean, battle passes well, and things always upset everyone. That's true. Fortnite isn't yeah, bad. I mean, though. understandably. <laughs> well, uh, Fortnite's free to play too. PUBG wasn't. True. So true. So you that's had a, a battle big, pass. Big difference. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Fortnite, uh, <coughs> they are cha- they might be changing uh, Fortnite a little bit. And capping how many uh, items you or how many build items you can have a little lower, because now what you can have nine hundred ninety nine of each one is that right? I don't know. Pretty sure you can have nine hundred nine resources. I thought they were talking about how many actual physical structures you could build. Um, they don't. It, they haven't said what they're doing yet. So that could be. Um, but they uh, said that this is also from Kotaku. They're saying that. Um, Epic has said that they're, the end game is going to be a little stale, so they're trying to change the game to uh, to make it a little more varied. So it says here, Epic is looking at weapon balance, and it seems adjusting the current 999 resource cap, which will limit fort building. Uh, how do you feel? I mean, we've all played Fortnite. Yeah, I've played know. a handful of times. Yeah, and Neil and I played it for a while. I've kind of moved away from it, uh, like I said, trying to get away from those games that never end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but like Neil, like, how do you feel about that? Like at the end, it did just feel like we, two people or two teams were building like a big fort and shooting at each other. You uh, know, it depends. It really depends on the mode I'm playing in. Cause you, you know, when you get like, if, if I have a buddy, if I have you, Dan, and mm-hmm. we make it all, all the way to the end and there's, you know, two, three other duos having, having multiple team fights like that between fort to fort, like that's, that's almost a dream. Right. But when you're going solo mode and there's three of you and you're all sitting in the tower, you're like, okay, somebody is going to get edged out by the storm first. Right. And then they're just going to run and then the other two people are going to kill them. That's, that's boring. Right. And, may, and that's the thing. Like, if you have 
two players and they do like let's say they only allow you to have 500 of each thing but you have two players the forts would still be easy to build it might just maybe they'll just change solo yeah i don't know i've only played it i've played maybe five games mm -hmm. i won the first second one i played the that, first, which is insane to me the I'm first yeah the first uh the first round or whatever you want to call them i dropped in uh feet barely touched the ground and i was dead <laughs> hadn't found like hadn't even figured out like how to switch from the pickaxe to like anything else yet <laughs> like and i was dead uh second game dropped in away from everyone towards the edge of the map and then just followed the storm in right. and ended up gunning down a couple guys with the miniguns one of them had built a big fort and I don't know what he had done, but he was somehow on the ground next to me all of a sudden. So <laughs> and then I shot him. And then more recently, and I've I never build anything, so right. like that's I mean, I just don't do it. Right. So then the second time well, I got to or third third game, fourth game, I got to second place before someone gunned me down with a minigun. So Oh yeah. I, I, I do like the fort. I mean that is part of it, you know, Fortnite. But I can see, you know, like you said, Neil, it does get a little boring, but yeah. Well, um, I mean, that's that's kind of why I stopped playing it. It's really only fun with a friend. I'm I'm not a alone. It's it's honestly just stressful and terrifying. And it's <laughs> yeah. it's only the only relief is if you win and right. you have you have a you know one in ninety nine chance of doing that. Right. Unless you're you know ninja or whatever. But um, yeah, some people you know some people are ready for the game to change some people don't want it to change but i mean epic's made a good game i think that you know and they've been reminiscent of how overwatch was when it first came out they've been so good to their community yeah they and really responsive people. yeah yeah if they change it and it doesn't work they'll just change it back which is nice or yeah and it's easy to do i mean if everyone hates it and i don't know i yeah. mean sometimes you lose players and they just don't come back though and if right. everyone hates it and they leave like yeah, but I mean, the thing is, like, I've left because it, it did get a little stale, and it, as much as I want to avoid games that never end, maybe if it changes, I'll come back and see what the new yeah. change is. So, I haven't played in a while. I've missed the shopping carts and, like, all that new stuff they've added, so. There's shopping carts? Okay, yeah, I'm behind the ball, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're, like, the vehicles, so you can, like, ride a shopping cart around. I think I lived right as they made, like, the what, the base in the box, or whatever they called it. Yeah, that was, like, the last thing we saw before we uh, stepped up. That was dope, though tried a couple other games that we weren't super into um in our last story for today this is the one i'm super excited about uh the nes classic <laughs> is coming back uh it's, this says returns to gamestop but i've read a, this is from gamespot um the nes Cla classic coming back to gamestop but i've seen that it's coming to target best buy all that kind of stuff in online um i'm so excited they're coming back it's getting in, coming in stock on this Friday, the 29th. And How long I'm ago try was to get the one. first wave? Ooh, it came... Uh, was that two it? years ago? Well, oh, when was it? I don't know. I know that they couldn't keep them in stock anywhere, though. No. Um, it looks like it came out November 10th, 2016. And like when it was mm -hmm. coming, I was like, oh, yeah, I'll get one of those. And then suddenly it was just like, oh, there's like no chance. Like, I got really lucky getting the SN SNES Classic when it first came out. <laughs> And uh, I love that machine. Are you gonna pre-order it this time? I don't. I haven't seen anything for pre-orders, so I, a lot of things I read just like just get to the store early. And I'm not really about that. Like I don't want to like you know yeah. be waiting in line. You're not gonna Black Friday it? No, <laughs> no. And I didn't for the SNES. I just happened to stumble into the mall and, and like found out they had one. 
Um, but I just hope they make enough because I see SNES classics in stores. Well, I'm sure. Right I'm now. sure that they've learned. Yeah, and I mean, uh, I th- think it was just such a surprise that so many people wanted it. With the was it with the <laughs> NES? Well, with the NES classic, like it's yeah. like. I mean, no. I mean, there was like Ataris and things like that right. that were being made, but no one cared about those. Right. So, like, I don't think they expected it to be in Huge. such a high demand until, like, yeah, like probably pre-orders went live, and they had probably already like stopped production right. at that point. Well, because they were using the same chipset as something else, so there wasn't a lot of chips for it to begin with. So. Right. Yeah. I Maybe I'm thinking of switches. Yeah, I no, think I think I'm thinking I- of switch. Yeah, yeah. Switch and iPhone were using yeah. similar thing, and that's when they had the problem. It's just so funny that like Nintendo has this problem all the time. You know, like keeping stuff in stock. Well, I mean, I think it's better to sell all of your stock than to have a bunch of stuff left that's over. That's true. They might be afraid. Nintendo is just a goddamn smart company. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. That's the thing about Nintendo. Like, I love them to death. They make awesome products, but in like. A, they're learning a lot now. You know what I mean? Like, it, like even talking about Mario Party, they're learning like, oh, this is what customers want. You know what I mean? Like, we should make it like how it used to be. And sometimes no, I, think th- I don't, I don't know if that's necessarily like what it is. I think they're more shifting back to kind of older, to like to the roots. Yeah. Like, cause the new Zelda even. Yeah. And we we can get into this later, but the yeah. the new Zelda is harkens back to the original the original Zelda, ones. Yeah. And, but the thing is, like, I don't want Nintendo to play it safe all the time. Yeah. Because then you can get, you know, you yeah, can get stale. Yeah. Like, like they're I, the re- I like, would. No, sorry. Go ahead. I mean, I would argue that uh, N- Nintendo, out of all the consoles, except maybe PC, has like the largest, let's call it nostalgia factor. Oh, but yeah. they also have probably the longest going franchises. Right. But like, in addition to the nostalgia factor, like they changed the game. All the time, like when the oh, Wii came they, out. Yeah, I was to say they that like changed. Like that was a huge risk. Number one and number two, like Microsoft and Sony scrambled to make motion control things, and they they were never no never as good a, as them, and they were never implemented like right like in the, any games. They that don't were even on. like make the Connect games anymore. Yeah. Like the Connect is used to like stream to talk talk to, to the Xbox. Cortana. <laughs> yeah, Cortana sucks so bad. <laughs> yeah, they had to make a piece. Longer than your Xbox, so that you could talk to it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Connect, w- like the Connect, was so cool when it worked, but it didn't work a whole lot. Um, yeah. uh, my wife was actually playing uh, Zoo Tycoon, and so like every once in a while, Game Pass again, just random. Oh, I'll play Zoo Tycoon, so she's playing it for a while. And they did a really cool thing with the camera where you would walk up to the tiger cage, and it's like in glass, and you go, and you could see your reflection in the glass. Like, oh, that's really cool, but also kind of unnecessary. <laughs> so just taking a picture of your living room and re- reflecting it on the glass <laughs> yeah, of the tiger cage. It was pretty cool. <laughs> uh, so it look, looks like you're there. So like, But it was a thing where it's like, oh, this is really, but it's, you know, novelty. You yeah. Know, just, just, like you're, just like you're sitting on your couch at the zoo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you're supposed to stand up and walk towards it. and It was all right. But, like, you know, it was, it was nothing compared to even Wii Sports, you know, like... Yeah. And like you know, Nintendo kind of got a little crazy with some of the motion controls in some games, but they worked and you know things like that. Um, but I'm so excited! I hope that I can get an NES Classic, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. What even is on that one? I looked this up earlier because there's there's a lot more on this one than there was on the. Does it have Mario it's got 3? it's got it Mario, Mario and Zelda. 3. I mean, yeah. I mean. Super Mario 3 is one of my favorites. So you games. just buy it for that game alone. Right. Well, like the thing is yeah. that then we we're talking about how 
the uh, Switch Online's coming out, and like so many of the games are crossovers. Oh yeah, that are coming from both. But it's like the yeah, but just then you the have the controllers cool. and yeah. yeah. My my roommate loves to talk about how oh I could make a I could make a SNES classic or an NES classic. Right. Just get some USB controllers and a Raspberry Pi, and then you'd have every game, not just a twenty five. <laughs> <Right. laughs> It's, it's a completely different like thing, right? Like, like, you don't understand like the, the idea behind it. Yeah, you? like and yeah, and anyone could do that, but like sometimes people like paying for the things they enjoy, <laughs> right? And it's also like, it looks again, cool. nis- yeah, a nostalgia factor. They yeah. want to hold the original or some iteration of the original console in their hand. Um, all right, the U.S. version. There's a U.S. and a Japanese version. Obviously, we'll get the U.S. version. It has Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers Three, which is the One best of my game ever. Games. It's yeah. yeah, it's up there. I mean, it's not ever, but no, no, no. But it's really good. As the original Legend of Zelda, Donkey Kong, Mega Man Two, Pac Man, Final Fantasy, Metroid, Kirby's Adventure, which is a lot of fun, and it's got Super Mario Brothers Two, that weird one where you pick stuff up and is throw that Punch it. Out. Yep, featuring nice. Mr. Dream, Excite Bike. It's got this the weird Legend of Zelda, the second one, The Adventure of Link, the side scrolling one. <laughs> it's so awkward. Uh, regular, yeah, it's got a lot of good games, and uh, I want it so. If you're interested in that, go you need to, to wait in line then. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll get lucky. Maybe I'll see one at Target. Yeah. Um, hey, here's a here's a fun fact. So, in in our conversation about battle royale modes, I wanted to know where it started. One of the earliest routes. Minecraft um, mod, right? Uh, I was you know this Halo. is this is before that on the Amiga 500 plus. <laughs> okay. Looks like a pretty much just looks like a really old PC. Right. Um, there was something called Dyna Blaster, which okay. was the European name given to Bomberman. Oh. And it would drop you in like an arena with all your friends, and the last Bomberman standing won. Nice. How many people? This was not 100 people. We're talking about <laughs> an Amiga 500 plus. So four people? Yeah, four. Probably people. four. On these screenshots, I'm seeing four tops. <laughs> yeah, man, we used to play Battle Royale uh, and Halo There's probably four people. There's probably some like Usenet game that no one <laughs> remembers that was a Battle Royale. Isn't it was just a text-based Isn't like, Smash Brothers technically game. a Battle Royale? <laughs> yeah. You can play yeah, I guess mode. if the... If the yeah, if this is the criteria, criteria, <laughs> then there are a lot of ba- battle royales. Right, right. All right, and do uh, you guys ever play H one Z one? I've heard of it. That's like the zombie game, right? Mm-hmm. No, I never heard. I never played that. That one, one was like plagued with a bunch of problems throughout its life cycle, wasn't it? That it sounds was promising like, things and never, never delivering on them. That sounds like the path of a, a battle royale game. So I'd believe it. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing, I was telling. Uh, I was re- listening to a podcast. I can't remember which one, and they were talking about Fortnite and how popular it was. And one guy was like, "It's so popular, even my mom knows what it is." And the other guys were like, "I don't know if my mom knows." So they're gonna ask and then uh, update. So I texted my mom. I was like, "Do you know what Fortnite is?" And she was like, "Yeah, it's a video game that's really popular." She's like, "That's all I know." But as I was explaining it to her, I realized like, "Do you remember Fortnite is an actual game that's not a battle royale? There's the paid mode where you fight the hordes of zombies." Oh really? I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's called Save the World, and you build forts, and hordes of zombies come at you. And I'm pretty sure that was just the original development of the game. And okay. they were like, "Oh, also, we're gonna do this battle royale mode. That's free. If you like that, pay for the game." And everyone's like, "Yeah, the free mode's better." <laughs> <laughs> I forget that that mode even exists. That's funny. 
I played it probably for a week, and then it was another one that was like, okay, so I'm just going to keep doing the same thing. Right. And have nothing to show for it. Awesome. Cool. It was yeah, it was super weird. Um, they, yeah, it, it, and it, it, it was kind of mobile gamey, too. Like, you would, you would, like, earn points and stuff. Wasn't it kind of weird like that? Oh, oh, yeah. It was uh, I mean, they had, like, timers on certain rewards you'd get and stuff like that. Yeah, which is weird when you have to pay for it, but whatever. Their Battle Royale is where it's at. All right, this week uh, in games that are coming out, there's obviously a ton. I'm not going to go through every game that came out. I just kind of grabbed a couple uh, standouts to me. Uh, the Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit uh, was released on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. It's a free game. It is uh, in the world of Life is Strange. So, have you guys ever played oh. a Life is Strange game? Well, I, I know a little bit about it. That's a side-scrolling, like, puzzle-y? Um, no, it's not side-scrolling. It's kind of like a telltale kind of way okay. in a game. I've but you play the kid, right? And he's trying to get out of the... Um, or what am I thinking of? You might be thinking of right. Insider Limbo. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> no, um, no th- Life is Strange all. is you're the girl. Yep. And, I mean, just like weird teenage problems happen to you yeah but there's like a supernatural aspect i've never played it my wife yeah. played it so like coming in and like just seeing what she's been like would be very confusing to me um but i've read a little bit about it it sounds like it's really good it's a prequel to life is strange 2 um so if you're into that check that out uh far cry 3 classic edition came out um yesterday for playstation 4 xbox one um limbo is coming to the switch on june 28th which isn't a surprise because uh, Inside is already on the Switch, and I think it came out pretty quickly after it was released. So Limbo's going to go on there. The Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy has been on PS4 for a while, but it is coming to Xbox One and the Switch on June 29th. And the now, Crew 2. Tell me coming. about tell me about the Insane Trilogy here. Are those the ones I played as a child? Yes, or they're, they're okay. all remastered. Yeah, they re HD all that. Mm-hmm. And then the Crew and 2. And that was also originally. That but, was originally PlayStation, right? Yeah. Yeah, and that's why PlayStation got it first. But Gotcha. Any of these games you guys are interested in getting? What was the last one? Uh, the Crew 2, oh, which is the no. racing game, if anyone's into racing. I've never really gotten <sighs> no. into racing games. I I love racing games, yeah. actually. yeah. My brother and I used to play uh, Forza yeah. all the time. That new Forza Horizon that they showed at E3 looked pretty cool, and I don't care for racing games at all. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm not NASCAR. a fan of racing games unless I can run away from the cops, like Need for, <laughs> need for Speed Pursuit, Pursuit style. Pursuit or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that was dope. Yeah, um, we used to play a lot of NASCAR games, too. That was a lot of fun. Just driving backwards on the track and trying to crash as many people <laughs> as you can. I love yeah. when you play a game, like, wrong. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, screw it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that far, don't you like Far Cry 3, Neil? Isn't it like one of your... Let me... Yeah. Uh, honorable mention for probably one of the best games I've ever played. I mean, gotcha. I did. That was the first time I got into a game, and I needed to do everything. Nice. Are you going to pick up the, the classic s- edition? You think anything? Any interest in that? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did it like all. It, I just feel like it's not far away enough to warrant a classic edition. I don't know. It was a place, I feel it was like Xbox 360, PlayStation 3 game. I'm pretty sure. Isn't like backwards compa- compatibility right around the corner? It's already backwards backwards compatible for Xbox One. Is it, well, then, it? no, I'm definitely not going to buy it. That seems like a PlayStation original to me. Let's see here. Or like Far even Cry. a PS2. Far Cry 3. Oh, no, you're right. That's uh, Xbox 360. Yeah. It had decent graphics. Yeah, it was a 360 game. Yeah, it was Xbox 360. No, that's 
That it story was, was awesome. Okay. They, th- okay. they did stealth really well. It was released November 29, 2012. So I guess if we have Skyrim special edition, <laughs> we can have this special edition. Yeah. So, But I don't know. Yeah, they've done a Skyrim remaster. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. So they've probably it. remastered the remaster at this point. <laughs> yeah. Might. Well, they got to get it into 4K. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, maybe. I don't know. I probably I have Limbo for Xbox, and I want to play that. I haven't gotten around to it. That Crash Bandicoot, I might check it out for Switch. I think I would like it on the Switch. Sounds like a fun little That game one's game. definitely a PS1. Yeah, that was for PlayStation 1. Well, yeah. That's that's had its time come and go. It can have a yeah. remake. And like that's a th- they're also doing the Spyro one that's coming out. I don't think oh. they released it yet, but I loved Spyro. That was my thing. So I never. I think everybody, yeah. everybody loves Spyro. I never had a PlayStation, so yeah. never got to experience any of those games. All right, uh, Crash Bandicoot was my jam. I never, I never played. My friend had it, and I would play every once in a while. But it was, you know, yeah. pass the controller back and forth. Uh, main topic today, since it's our first episode, we're gonna go and we're just gonna kind of talk about our top five games and franchises. Kind of let you know what we are into. We're going to kind of go in a circle and go our 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. But we, because some of us have some crossovers, we might jump around a little bit just so we're not talking about the same game like twice in a different segment. Um, so, Neil, let's start with you. What is your number five game or franchise? Well, a franchise. Uh, um, we'll say franchise first Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. Just awesome. Yeah. Um, so if I if you forced me to pick one, I would say Melee for the GameCube. Oh, hands down. Okay. So yeah, the GameCube right? is like my gaming blind spot. I never had one. I don't think I really had many friends that had one. I think during GameCube's time, I was just on my Xbox playing Halo over and over. What, in your guys' opinion, so makes you Melee like, so much better? It's faster uh, pace. Way faster pace. It's more like. There's less items that leave it up to luck. Like, yeah. You know, I felt like once I started playing Wii with you, there were so many things you could just touch, and I, I would die. It was. Gotcha. I, I would. It was more. It was more skill based. More of a fighting game. And gotcha. this is, I would say, melee and sixty four, are. That's the one game I'll I'll talk shit on you. That's my cocky game. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a cocky person. I'm frankly not even that good at like the competitive games I play now. But that game, right. y- you don't come at me. I'm I'm gonna take <laughs> I, it down. Yeah. I like playing that game. We used to sit and play. So my freshman year of college, we the kids across the hall loved Smash, and that was all they did. Right. And I had played it a little bit here and there in high school, but just like playing it with these guys that like they went to Smash tournaments and they were like into it and they like knew people that were like like people that are well known in the smash world uh and so like they were all really good and so you just like show up and like you're like i want to play around <laughs> and then you just get your shit wrecked and then yeah. you would get better <laughs> that's like it. you'd always get better i mean learn through the pain yeah man. and that's probably why you know that you know nintendo's always trying to be accessible to everybody you know yeah especially you know mario kart if you're in the last place you get the good items things like that so you think that's why they toned it down, or because I've heard that the newest one is just kind of like the Wii U version again? But do you want it to come back to being that fast and everything? Oh like yeah, that? if it was that fast oh, again, absolutely. I would, yeah. It's mm. everything is just like 
faster paced it's like more exciting like playing the wii it feels like because you there's different modes on the melee one where you right. can like play it in slow motion like that's what playing the wii one feels like it feels like you're playing in slow motion because uh, i know the to w- be fair to the wii one there were settings you could change to make it more like uh, make the it experience faster. you were looking for but uh, melee came out of the box the game i wanted to play yeah um and i didn't and then, really play the one on the wii u I, I like that one. I mean, and we I, and played it a little bit. Yeah. Me and Dan did. They have said it's a little faster than we. I played the Wii and the Wii U one, and I don't notice. But I didn't. I've never played them back to back. You know. Yeah. Um, I think the the other the only other thing I want to mention about Super Smash Brothers is I can't think of a time. I can't think of a game I would have played before that where it was like a franchise crossover experience. Right. You know, I got to see like all my favorite people in the same game that is cool it was funny playstation tried to do it and kind of yeah <laughs> what was that one playstation all-stars what? yeah and all-stars yeah Y'all, yeah i bought that was that. not good no the way that it, it would have been fine if they would have like changed the way that you killed you had to kill someone with your ultimate and that was kind of annoying as opposed to just knocking him off the screen yeah um when it comes to melee look so speaking of just smash brothers in general uh you and i neo played through because we got the wii version and we played through the story mode that that was awesome. That was great. I, I will give that one? to the Wii version. Yeah. Did you ever play the Wii one, uh, Clinton? I, yeah, I had it. I don't remember the story mode in it, though. Oh, it was so fun. Uh, I loved it. And the funny thing is, there was, like, these stickers that you collected, and they powered you up. And we were collecting them the whole time, and Neil then realized that you could power up your characters <laughs> through the whole thing. So we went through playing it with, like, the most, the weakest version of the characters you can. But I kind of liked that, because I think we had so many stickers by the end. It would have been and we too got easy. to. Did we ever beat the last boss? Yeah, we beat that game. That was fun. Okay, I remember the last boss had a kill you instantly move that we. Was it the hand? Crazy no, hand? it wasn't the hand. It was like the angel looking. Right. He had wings, and then he'd go off to the corner of the screen and just like light up. Right. And if if you were looking at him, you died. I don't know. It was <laughs> you just died. I really. They it took us forever. They showed us so much of the new Smash at E3. Uh competitively and like how it works i want there to be another story mode like that that was just so fun well they took it out of uh yeah the, it was in the wii but they took it out of the the newest version yeah right? the wii u version did not have the a wii u yeah so i think that's the only one to have did melee have a story mode it did i think nope it had some kind of it did, like, i mean there was always the one where you would like fight them in a row yeah but this was like yeah. a side scrolling Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't like because like every. I don't know if the melee one had that. Yeah, it was yeah. I don't think it did. Yeah, because it was called the subspace emis- emis- emissary. Emissary. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, I, I, P- like the bad guys would come and they'd up. I touch people or something, have... and they turn black and shadowy and steal them. Or right. Yeah, yeah and it was fun because like it forced you to play. Um, uh, as Different characters. characters. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Did Super Smash Brothers? come out no it did not thanks autocorrect or autofill <laughs> i love did super smash bros come out like that's just what people are asking <laughs> but yeah when i was playing back in college uh because those guys were so good i always played as ice climbers mm-hmm. uh because there's two of them there's another body there to soak up damage and like with ice climbers was like the only time i could ever win and uh i was so sad I was so sad when Ice Climbers hasn't been in the last well, few. Well, because they when, put it on 3DS, 
and the 3ds couldn't handle yeah. it so they had to like make the games the same but <laughs> but when i saw ice climbers was in the new one i was at work and i literally like at work working like everyone around me uh we're in the middle of like our main thing right and i was watching it on my phone i was like yes <laughs> like fist pump in the air and everyone like turns and looks at me I'm like what are you doing people love ice that climbers. is the first time anybody has ever cheered for the ice climbers <laughs> i don't know man they have a following so climbers. many people were pumped when they came back and so many people were upset that they weren't in the last one that was but one of those everybody's I've, back for this new one yeah so. i couldn't even tell you what an ice climbers game is called I think it's just called. Ice ice I think it's yeah, called ice climbers. <laughs> there's like polar bears. That Is walk there only one? And, um, I, there's not many. No, if there's, there's more many. than one. It was a. It was an old game. Um, yeah. Let me look that up too. Ice climbers game. Uh, ice climber. It looks like that's it. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just one game. So. Oh, it was ice climber with just, of course, just the boy. Oh, Popo. Climber. Is it Popo? Popo. Oh, you know their names. They're not just like red and blue to you. <laughs> He's into it. Um, it looks like Melee had an uh, had an adventure mode. It was single player, made up of different stages. You need to complete objective to progress the story. So kind of. So not quite like subspace emissary, but. All right. Anything? Any other uh, thoughts on Smash Brothers before we move on? No, well, I think we covered that. So What's uh? There's so much nostalgia for me for Smash Brothers. Yeah. Like not even to like original like when Melee came out. Like I played it at. Like my buddy's house, we would stay up all night playing it. Right. But we stayed up playing Halo all the time too. Right. But uh, I just have so much nostalgia back to like college for Melee, which is why I think I love it so much. Yeah, it's gonna be good. All right, Clinton, what's your number five? Uh, so this is, <laughs> I it's, it's kind of like one of those games like you just, you either love it or like you're like I don't I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> um, but my number five is Rock Band. The Rock Band series. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, I mean, I love playing. I love getting people together and like all of our friends enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's yeah, always we rock out sometimes. Yeah. Like we'll <laughs> get together. We all get drunk and we play Rock Band for six hours, seven hours straight. This is a thing where we're going to have because Neil, I don't know. I wouldn't know. I don't know if hate might be a strong word, but you don't care for a rock band. At, like, I all. hate playing. The drums on Rock Band. Okay, so you don't mind playing the because Neil Neil and I were percussionists in high school, but Neil took it way more seriously and like, <laughs> still knows how to play drums. And I don't have that skill much anymore. Um, so he hates the feeling of them, and he feels like they're like off. Yeah. Well, well, they right. are. Well, the timing, <laughs> I'm sure, <laughs> <they> were. <laughs> right. I love that game too, and I've loved it like since high school because like my friend had uh, Guitar Hero, and then when Rock Band came out and it had the drums and everything, I was like, I need to. <laughs> and I just re- like that's my m- nostalgic like yeah. college high school. I had the I had the original Guitar Hero, and yeah. I like played through guitars like just played it so much that like guitars gave out. Right, and that's like it's like twenty six <laughs> games. I'm sure my parents were ready to just strangle me. Like <laughs> I don't want to listen to this music anymore. But that's the reason why I love that game. Though, was that that was a game my mom would play with me. Yeah, because like. You know, once things started becoming 3D and all this stuff, my parents were like, we're out. Yeah. Like, you know, my mom and my dad would play Mario with me and, you know, things like that. But then, you know, when we when there was started to become twin sticks, they were like, I can't follow this. <laughs> but then Rock Band came out and we get my mom to sing. We can get her to play the guitar. And, like, that was fun, yeah. too, you know. Um, <laughs> speaking of waiting in line, I when the Beatles Rock Band came out, 
I was like, I'm going to get this, and this oh. thing's going to be huge, right? Everyone loves Rock Band. Everyone loves the Beatles. I got there <laughs> at, like, 9 in the morning when GameStop was opening. It was me and one other dude. <laughs> <laughs> But the funny thing yeah, is, yeah, man, Beatles, bro. <laughs> I think GameStop was like prepared for it, like like prepared for more yeah. people because there were like these huge banners and they had like the TV was playing all this Beatles stuff. It was just me and one other guy. <laughs> <laughs> they just wanted the the teenage teenage throngs of right of <laughs> screaming girls, girls to come yeah. screaming like, through the door. The guy was like, "We have a lot of pre-orders. It just must be that people are going to come through like throughout the day and pick yeah. them up." Well, because they're probably all old hippies going, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll get there when I can get there. Right, exactly. I, I like l- morning traffic. I loved the yeah. Beatles rock band, and I wish, because like a lot of things that you could bought for the other systems, you could transfer to the new rock band on Xbox One, and you can't do it with the Beatles songs. And it was like, so did you ever play the rock band or the Beatles one, Clinton? Yeah, I played it. Uh, I Was it, there's something different about it though, right? Um, the only thing that's different is, sorry, I'm having a little itchy eyeballs going on. Um, the other thing that, uh, the only thing that's different is in the background, you're not like on a stage. It's like the Beatles and they did like these really cool like videos Okay. in the back. And right. I love them. They were really well done and they made every song like feel a little special and stuff okay. like that. But they did, I mean, they had Green Day, they had Metallica. Yeah. They've done a bunch of band specific ones now. Right. Um, we gotta get back we gotta pull that stuff out. What the rock band stuff? Oh yeah, yeah. That's the only downside is it takes so it's much just, equipment. Yeah, there's a lot of room, a lot of space. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, come around to unless you got any anything else about rock band? No, I'm just like it's just so much fun. You get a bunch of people together and right. you, you can listen to some of your friends who can't sing sing, and <laughs> you get to watch people that have no rhythm try to play, play drums. drums. And that's the thing we always play, and I'm like the only it's one. It's a great who can party do, game. Yeah, it is. I cannot play the bass pedal, and mm. I get so mad, and I have to go turn it off. Me and Clinton fight every time we play <laughs> because I'm the only one that can do the bass pedal out of all of our friends on the drums. So everyone turns it off, and then every time I go and play, I have to turn it back on, like back out of all the settings. <laughs> yeah, you, if have to was, like go, you have to like leave the hole. Like yeah, it's the only was, thing. Like yeah, if there was one quality of life thing that game could have, it's turning the bass pedal on and off, like in game. Yeah, and uh, I just keep being like, just play like easy, just and learn, learn how to play. The- <laughs> no, yeah, I don't know what wants to. And I guess it is kind of like, hey, I know you're hammered right now, but learn how to play the drums. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably it, but you know. <laughs> I remember when you were really into that game. Yeah. You had been playing it for a while, and I came over, and you know, I had an actual drum set. Yeah. And yeah. I had just spent a lot of time learning, uh, I think it was Say It Ain't So by Weezer. Yeah. Pretty simple song. Yeah. And I was yeah, like, oh, right. yeah, this is something I can definitely learn at my level. And then I got, and then I got it, and I saw it on on Rock Band. I was like, "Oh, I I can play this on Expert. This song is not that hard." <laughs> right. And I've got like a straight F all the way through, oh, yeah. well, and I think um, that just soured yeah. it. Well, on the simple games, they add stuff to the drums. Mm-hmm. So like you're hitting. Stuff well, they with do it with all the instruments. Yeah, true. They add like extra bits in. Right. If it's a more simple thing, they tend to add some stuff in. Um. All right. Uh, my number five is a series. Um, it's the Donkey Kong Country series. Love these games. Love them. Uh, probably if I, I had to pick a favorite yeah. original Donkey Kong Country for Super Nintendo. Yeah. Nintendo what? What? <laughs> They're all Nintendo. <laughs> no, no, for Super Nintendo. Oh, ni- for the Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo. <laughs> what do you think it's like? For the Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> as opposed to the Xbox version. Yeah. yeah. I was like, what are you talking <laughs> the about? The Xbox version is trash. 
<laughs> now I only I only played Donkey Kong sixty four, which I believe is the only one that wasn't a platformer. Yeah, it's not part of the country series. Because it was oh, just Donkey Kong sixty four and then there's Donkey Kong Country. Because I don't think it was Donkey Kong Country sixty four. No, it was not. Yeah. Um yeah, but they have like a very specific, you know, it's a side scrolling platformer. Um my favorite is definitely the original, but is- I I love them. The original is that the one where you can like ride the rhino, and mm-hmm. that's the only one that I've played, and I remember really liking it. Yeah, it's great, and it has the bees. <sighs> the bees are the, the worst. giant bees. The bees are the worst. Um, but I really like that one, and then the newest one, Tropical Freeze, is a lot of fun. Yeah, I've heard good things about it. Yeah, it's good, and it's just so funny because every time, and then I like the one Donkey Kong Country Returns. I think it's called that was for the Wii. That one I think is the hardest of those three, but every time a Donkey Kong Country game comes out, people are like, "It's hard," and like, "Yeah." That's the whole series. Yeah. Like, I think people think <laughs> That's back. That's their thing. I mean, like, well, I played Donkey Kong Country when I was a kid. I was like, yeah, did you beat it? Like, did you play like, the whole thing through? I just beat it again, and it's like, yeah, it's tough. It gets hard at the end. Yeah. I like I like those games. They do, like, a. there's an interesting mechanic with the Kong letters where, yeah. like, a lot of games will, like, there's, like, a weird snowball of, like, if you're good, you're going to get good things and you'll get better. Mm-hmm. Like, with Donkey Kong Country, it's like, if you're good, you can collect these Kong letters and it doesn't make you better. It gives you a harder secret level to play. No, they give you a life if you get all the K O N G. That's fine. But, but like, like, yeah, that also unlocks like a yeah. There's there's a little like series like mini game kind of thing. I it's so at the beginning like when I just played the the original again, I was going through and I picked up all the Kong letters in the first one. I'm like, man, these Kong letters they're easy. You know, <laughs> I'm getting, and then like I'm getting the last level, and that's like I didn't see the O or the G like at all. I didn't even Anywhere. see it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like I'm not a guy. Like I love the games. I love secrets in games, but I'm not somebody who knows them all and has or, to like seek them out. Yeah, I I don't play that way. Um, but yeah, it, it's a lot of fun. I want to get Tropical Freeze for the Switch because uh, I had it for Wii U, but I feel so weird buying a game twice. But I'd really like a an, an, an new one for Switch, but I don't think that's gonna come since I just ported the other one. All right, Neil, what is your number four? I'm gonna give it to the Halo series, specifically Halo 1 through 3. And I'm going to jump in because this is also my number 4. So we'll be able to nice. skip around. And um, I know you wanted to add an honorable mention to Fall of Reach. Oh yeah, Reach. Yeah, in the Halo series. Reach is uh, yeah, Reach is one of my favorite games. I love that game. I'm you actually, actually totally reminded me of that game. How You don't even play as the Master Chief in that game. Right? No, that one's a prequel and it's the first planet that gets destroyed by the covenant. and your shock troopers right uh no you're thinking odst ah that's it yeah that's right. Halo three odst uh reaches your spartans but you're like the first you know you're, you're sent to reach i don't know if you guys can hear that yeah, it is raining really hard oh is it yeah it is coming down here so oh, if okay. you hear some background noise that's all it is oh wow it is wow ambiance yeah. Ooh, a nice. No, movie. definitely Halo one through three. Um, but you liked ODST. And I did like ODST. Also, one of the probably one of the first horde modes I played. Horde mode. That was awesome. And then uh, what was called? What was it called on that? Not horde. Um, I can't remember the name of the. But it was a horde mode. But I don't think that's what it was called. I can't remember. Um, and then did you like Reach? Yes. I no. I totally did. Um, so you're just out on four and five, basically. Four and five, it got a little weird, mm. uh, and that was after Bungie Left. broke away from the franchise, right? Um, and went on to Destiny, Halo, 
Destiny is Halo. Like, just listen to the story of Destiny. It's like Halo at the Codex, then yeah. Destiny had the <laughs> Librarian. It, it's yeah, just it's, it's the same freaking it's, thing. It's a lot of the same story. But I remember playing through Destiny once and being like, "What? What's going on?" Like the first yeah, Destiny. Yeah. I remember playing a lot of Destiny and just not getting any story. Right. So <laughs> I think it's easy to yeah. miss the story in that game. It really is. And I and just, I love. I think the Halo story is amazing. Yeah, I think it's really yeah. Good. That's I mean that's my first talking point. I think yeah. that's the Halo story was so good. Yeah, that I as a I must have been a middle schooler at that point, a middle school teenage boy. Yeah, because first Halo came out two thousand one. <laughs> picked up a physical book because I needed to know more about that world. <laughs> I, I think the story uh, like read like. That's what makes Reach so powerful is that Reach is good as a prequel. You know what's going to happen at the end, and you still are like, what's going to happen? <laughs> it's so good. You get so connected to the characters. Yeah. I never really played the story. I mean, I probably played through the story mode of 2, yeah. but it was never like a story game for me. It's it's. I just, because uh, I got Master Chief Edition with my Xbox One, and I played through when we lived at um, Foster. Mm-hmm. And that story is just so good, and the first like, it really does pick up through throughout. Um, I think two is the weakest of the three. Like one and three are great story wise if you're going through the first three. Um, and like that first campaign, man, I remember the reason I love Halo. I mean, I think it's it's first off it changed, you know, shooters and stuff like that. Like it was huge. That oh, was yeah. like, that was well, like, you know, it's it's Halo One combat right. evolved. <laughs> True. It you know like how wasn't big, the AI like a big thing like yeah. enemy AI? The AI was, still holds up. Like it's wild. It's yeah. really good. I actually was watching a thing today about video game AIs, and it talks about how uh, they took so the original like Halo, they had playtesters playing it mm-hmm. uh, with enemies that had low health and low damage, mm-hmm. and like eight percent of people said that they thought that the enemies reacted intelligently. They bumped up their damage and their health, and like forty three percent said that they were thought that they were reacting intelligently. Hmm. It's weird. <coughs> yeah. Huh. So they realize that like ha- giving enemies some weight, like lends them more time and more like right uh, ability to like Move make around. you like have to deal with them. I I just remember like throwing a plasma grenade. And like how they scatter, yeah, they like you run know? away from it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, or like you hit one and like you hit like a grunt and he'll just start running, like, yeah. That kind of yeah, stuff. That was amazing. That was a highlight for me. Yeah. Also, that just the interaction. I think that was one of the first ones where you could just like Halo One specifically. You could just find like little camps of like three or four sleeping grunts. Yeah. You'd sneak up on one and you assassinate it. Probably also the first time I did, you know, like which I believe is a video game trope now. If you hit if you melee someone in the back, they're right. going to die instantly yeah. or very quickly. And I love that they brought the, that the into the multiplayer. Which is yeah. <laughs> it was so fun to get behind somebody and they're not paying attention on the radar and just whack. Yeah. <laughs> whack. <laughs> so good. Um like and the other thing like Halo was what made me I I had uh NES was the first thing I had and then I had a Sega Genesis. And then my dad bought me a PlayStation, so then I went on the PlayStation 2, and I went to my friend's house, and I played Halo, and I was like, oh, I need this game. And so I took my PlayStation, all my games to GameStop, traded them all in for an Xbox, Halo, and one controller. (laughs) 
<laughs> I like, had like seven games. That's funny. And I had to get Halo. And I just sat in my sunroom and played through the campaign. It was just amazing. Yeah. I never had an Xbox, so I never played. The only time I ever played Halo was at my buddy's house. Right, right. Um, yeah, they, they're they're good. You should uh, I think other that. notable things about that, that franchise, it's the first time in a shooter I got to pick up a sword. Oh, yeah. Which I think was Halo 2. Right, the energy sword. And then... Even in Halo One, vehicle hijacking—first <laughs> yes. time I'd ever done that. That, yeah, it just added so much stuff. Um, Which I'm sure Grand Theft Auto was obviously yeah, already doing. Saying, like, they had made a game out of it, but this was the first time you could jump on like a banshee, right. a flying airplane, and just well, rip somebody when, out of it. When did GTA Three come out? Like, um, that came out in. I had that game. Played the. <laughs> that's the game. I got, my parents took that, that game. game away from. Me. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, that came out October twenty second, two thousand one. So same year. Um, played a lot of that game. So th- they were definitely both in, in production at the same time. Oh, uh, so GTA came out like a month before Halo. Really? So you could jack people <laughs> in the streets before when you did, could uh, jack them. Driver, huh? <laughs> driver come out because that had a uh, driver that had where you could steal. Cars from people, I think. 1999 for original PlayStation. Oh. Uh-huh. oh look at us learning about <laughs> car, <laughs> car stealing in video games. <laughs> right, right. Hey, <laughs> this is an important mechanic. <laughs> and, um, I mean, just top-down GTA had it well before that, even. I'm yeah, sure. the top-down, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm, like, I know you You fall, You said you're not a fan of 4 and 5. I think 4 is the weakest in the series. I didn't mind 5, except for in the campaign you couldn't. You didn't play as the chief as much. You played as locks way too often. Yeah, eh, I don't know. It it just didn't have me. I'm really. It excited was for more. Infinite. It's more of just like the cryptic. Here's this mystical technological object right. called the the techno codex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fear it, but also protect it. Four is like I don't remember what the story is because you fight the forerunners and stuff. But five, I, I didn't mind the story and I liked how like Chief is like a, you know, he's an out outlaw and things like that. It's kind of cool. I'm excited for Infinite. I'm glad it's not like called Halo Six. It makes me feel like they're really like stepping back from it and being like, okay, how does Halo survive after this? They know? gotta do something new. They yeah, gotta. in a world with your battlefields and your. Uh, Call of Duties and even your Fortnites. Like, how do you introducing well, you... Halo Battle Royale? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, none of those games really have good story modes. Though. Yeah, yeah. So I think, and like, Halo is known for its story. Mm-hmm. Uh, they really need to double down on it. Yeah. I mean, even me, who I'd never really played the stories, I know the story of Halo. Right. Just from, like, absorbing it through just other means. Right. Yeah. So I'm excited. We'll see where it goes. Um, but. For now, Halo just changed my life so much. And yeah, yeah. Halo was the Halo was the first multiplayer online game that I ever played. Yeah, I never, I never. I never. Halo two. Oh yeah, well, definitely Halo two for me. Well, no, I I lied. I forgot. I I used to play on PC a lot when I was younger, so I played like StarCraft and probably made uh, yeah. adults no, angry. We didn't have. <laughs> yeah, just we didn't have internet. Oh, I mean, right. We had internet, but we had the you know. <laughs> Internet. Uh, those early days of Xbox Live, man. Those were the days. Or like just getting together and on first the first Halo and like having to get the cords and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Friggin' like land parties. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. Those were those were awesome. So yeah, I never really had multiplayer online gaming until I went to college. And yeah, um, 
and Halo was we we're talking about how popular Fortnite is that so so popular my my mom knows what it is. Uh, Halo was kind of that kind of thing. Like it was so big. Oh, yeah. I remember our Speedway was selling Halo Three when it came out. <laughs> what? <The speed? laughs> that's how you know. That's how you know you've made it. <laughs> right, because everybody wanted in on this thing. So our Speedway just had a a stack of Halo Threes. I feel like they like also had like a Harry Potter release party. <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah. Probably. I want to say, it's regardless like... of your regardless of your venture, be it literature, <laughs> music, video games, if Speedway's got you. You're good. Yeah. Right. Like so much so that they need to like put it in your face. But I never would have thought, you know, hey, I'll go to sp- Hey, can I get 15 on three? Hey, can I pre-order the next Halo? <laughs> well, they, had, they ma- had the Master Chief on Slurpee Cups. <laughs> they did. They did have like that's, a little. That's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 it was insane. Um, okay. So that's, that's Neil's four. What's your four, Clinton? Uh, the great equalizer of all video games mario party mario party you love party games right. i do love party games <laughs> they are fun <laughs> i like playing games with people and mm-hmm. i like playing games with people like next to me right i right. mean that's what Clinton. i grew up with me and my brother played games together all the time so that's kind of my foray into games was like sitting with someone and playing games which uh do you have a favorite mario party and which one did you start with um you know i don't know i don't know which one i started with uh, I do was 64. My friend Matt had it. Yeah. And I really like the Wii one. I mean, I've played the Wii one more than any other, so... Is that one six? Five? I can't remember. I have that one. I think it's six, but I'm not yeah. sure. That one's good. That yeah. one's really good. I love the train yeah. board. The, the train one, yeah. yeah. I like the island one. Yeah. There's but, a lot uh, of good ones. The, See, I've just played, the mini games I've in general don't matter. Yeah. All the original Mario, Mario parties up until they started going to the Wii. So you played I up played. there. I have a GameCube one too. I think four or five. That's really good. I mean, they I were all yep. GameCube one. Oh yeah, I gave it to Clinton because <laughs> yeah. he's got a GameCube, <laughs> which we haven't played it yet. We need to play it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. The mini games are they're short, they're simple, they're mm-hmm. easy for anyone who doesn't play games. All right. And they're like fun. Yeah. They're just fun. <laughs> and it is that like the, the board game aspect and like rolling the die is very yeah. much like. You can win all the mini games. Doesn't mean you're gonna win. The no, game. yeah, because if you just don't, if you don't land on the, the right amount of squares, or right. you just don't collect enough coins, like, did you watch the gameplay for the new one? Uh, yeah, I did. So you saw like the new dice? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like ally now? dice. Yeah, so the ally dice, uh, you get like your own. Yeah, block. you get like a. Each character has their own kind of dice, so it has different uh, things on it. And then you can also call in an ally, so you also get their special dice. Yeah. And then uh, you can, like... An, a- an ally being someone else on the playing field, or, like... Uh, no. no, so, a like, random. if you're playing as Mario and uh, Luigi's not in play, you can call on Luigi to come help you. Yeah. So you have it's, like, a power that you pick gotcha. up along the way. Yeah. An item. Um, but like it's pretty cool because like so every you can play when you roll your die you have a choice of rolling a six sided normal six sided or you can roll your special die and everybody's die is different so like I can't remember exactly but Mario has like a one Mario's is kind of like averages out yeah he's got like, like he's got one one a bunch of threes and, a, and then yeah. two sixes or something right yeah so like he doesn't have and then like Bowser's was like the most interesting Bowser had like two spaces where he would lose three coins 
And then he had like one, and then like seven, eight, nine, or something. I think he like had that. a ten. So right, like, so maybe eight, yeah. nine, ten. But like it was, yeah, like big, 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 uh, big chance to win and a big chance to lose. Yeah. So it's pretty. It's pretty <laughs> interesting. And like Luigi had like a bunch of twos. Yeah. And it's interesting. Like and people are like, oh, at first people are like, oh, well, Luigi sucks. It's like, yeah, but sometimes you need to hit a two. Yeah. <laughs> so, sometimes you want to go as slow as possible. Right. Exactly. So I think that's gonna add like a level of strategy that I'm so excited for. And yeah, I'm, I'm just, just excited for it to come out, and it's like soon and yeah, October. Yeah, and we play a lot of party games, so I'm like, it's it's like great that we're getting like Mario Party and then like Smash Brothers like yeah. two months apart. So super pumped. Um, anything else on Mario Party? I know we talked about it a little bit earlier yeah. too. So um, I already mentioned my number four is Halo, and we talked about that. Um, and Neil, you're number three. Well, specifically, Borderlands 2. Oh, um, yeah. But Borderlands 2 would not have been Borderlands 2 without number one, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> right, right. Um, I, these games borrowed a lot from... I mean, they basically took Diablo and they brought it out of the random dungeon-generated thing right. into an open-world concept, a sandbox. Mm-hmm. Uh and then they also brought along... This was probably the first time... Because I knew what Doom was and I knew how it went. Not Doom, sorry. Uh, uh, the other game I was... Yeah, Diablo. Um, this was my first time dealing with like a, a loot system. Right. It, that that got me just so hooked. I, I mean, it. I remember, Dan, we found Borderlands 1 just... Because I of mean, the it commercial. Probably been out for like, yeah, we saw a commercial. It had been out for like KG a month Elephant or two. Song? Yeah, which is yeah. so funny because, I mean, you know... So, I mean, when did that game come out? I don't the know. The internet was definitely around. Oh, yeah. But uh, I remember, like, being pumped for that game to come out. We knew nothing about it. And you know why we probably knew nothing about it? We were probably playing Halo so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just only hey, looking just at Halo. Playing Halo 2, chugging monsters. <laughs> right. So, it's true that we missed. Because, like, okay, October 20th, 2009. So, uh, yeah, like, it, now is just crazy. Because, like, I know all the games that are coming out. You know whether I want to play them or not, <laughs> you know. And like at the time, I did, and I remember seeing like I never was. I can't imagine a world where a commercial makes you want to buy a game now yeah. at this point. But it just looked so cool, and we went to GameStop, and we like, you guys know anything about this Borderlands game? And we look at the back, and we're like, well, let's get it. Yeah, I I really enjoyed Borderlands. I remember uh, just like so different at the time. Yeah. Like here's all of these randomly generated guns and like right. it was just like there's 10,000 different like uh, weapons that you can use right. and they all do something different here's the thing and having oh. having the skill tree on top yeah. of yeah. random weapons and I think one of my biggest things one of the biggest draws for me for Borderlands which is actually much like much like why Overwatch is one of my favorite shooters is that you it you didn't just need to be the best at shooting people in the head. You right. didn't just need to be a straight-up shooter. You could be like, okay, I I spent time working on my gear and figuring out how all these skills work together, and you know now I'm now I'm Lilith and I can kill everybody faster than my buddy Dan just by running around and setting people on fire. Yeah, like, just by being near shoot. him. Yeah, right. Yeah. I love that game, and the thing about this game, and I was thinking about this, is uh, why, because like we played, I played all the way through Destiny One, uh, and 
Uh, we, like I said, we've been playing the division. Didn't want to get Destiny 2. I don't like these grind games. And I'm just like, I, all these games that are coming out are just Borderlands with less guns. <laughs> like, I feel like you're a squad of four. You're getting these like skills and you're trying to like balance each other out. Uh, and you know, you can go through the game and you can play again. You know, you play it again and there's these boss fights and the, the fighting the enemies is very similar. They're pretty strong. But like in Destiny and in Division, it's like, oh, cool. I get a gun that's better than my gun like once every three levels. Yeah. Like Borderlands, you kill an enemy, like 15 guns pop out and you just like have to pick them up and go through all the stuff. And I guess some people would get yeah. upset that you were like going through so much stuff. But I liked that there was more stuff to go through as opposed to like waiting for that gun you yeah. know i feel like destiny and the division really hold out on you to make you keep playing so you can maybe find something that's yeah, better just, it's like just that one lit raid right. you'll, get, you'll get that purple weapon right exactly yeah. and like borderlands yeah. are just throwing guns at you all the time yeah i Do you want this no take this no yeah and you can hold four guns at a time which is fun yeah, yeah. borderlands for me was like my Monster energy drinks and Cheetos and <laughs> mid- late night runs over to the Seven Eleven to buy them, and then coming back and playing this game for hours on end. Because and yeah. it was it was a fun game if you're playing by yourself, but like you add more people in, it's just exponentially more fun. I agree. And like, so you like two better than one, Neil? I think they really got they figured out what they had when they made two. Yeah, I think. The story was better in two, I think. And also, if you remember one, you couldn't be Brick. They just made a useless character. Ah. Uh, Brick, the melee guy, yeah, he, he was, was not, not. He had like one viable tree. Right, and that's it, true. And it, sometimes it killed him. <laughs> so, so there were really only three characters you could be if you wanted to right. really go up against the bad guys. I can't remember all the There's so much just like charm in that game yeah just claptrap being this like lovable goof right. that everyone just shits on all the time yeah <laughs> but he's like bringing things to people on their birthday and like just this like fun loving like yeah. little goofball he was annoying but like charming yeah. So, yeah. And, it, yeah it was one of the first times a video game was truly like in my lifetime irreverent and like it poked i know Games poke fun at themselves all right. the time, but like Conquer Borderlands did it <laughs> consistently and hard. But like the thing is, like it, it made fun of itself. It didn't take itself too seriously, but it was still like when you're fighting, it was still like intense. Like it wasn't like yeah. oh, this is like a fun, silly game all the time. Like those the boss battles were like crazy, and like I love that game. I didn't care for the pre sequel, um, but I really is that wanted the, that the one with Hands from Jack. Yeah, that's like when yeah. you go back and you can be handsome. Jack is like a good guy. Um, I haven't really played. I try to play it. I just hate the space mechanics so much, which you said it goes away, Neil. Maybe I'll give it another shot. Yeah, people get mad about like the oxygen and the jumping through space and the butt slams. And I'm mm-hmm. like, first of all, if you're a Nintendo fan, you should love butt slams. <laughs> <laughs> they are a staple. <laughs> Second of all, the air issues. An issue, the air thing is an issue for maybe 10 levels right. and then you get an oxygen mask where you don't ever need to think about it but then it's also like then what's the point of putting it in the game but whatever um, I'm really excited for them to talk about 3 sometime soon I hope we get it soon oh yeah it's right around the corner what's it been like more than 5 years pre-sequel came out in 2014 so about 4 4 uh, 
yeah, so it was, it was 2009, 12, and then 14. All around October, September. So, But the pre-sequel was made by, I believe, 2K's Australia division, where the other two were made in the yes. U.S. Uh, it's got, the pre-sequel actually has some pretty good ratings, now I'm looking at it. Uh, yeah, game. 2K Australia. <laughs> and, of course, Gearbox Software. Um, yeah, maybe I'll, tr- maybe I'll give it another shot. It's just like, it is I will fun. say that the... The character selection is not as good as I had it. Do you remember being like, I don't know who I want to be? Like, no one jumped out on me. And I tried to play it with my wife, and she's not super great at shooters, and she gets frustrated with me because <laughs> she's like, You're killing everything. <laughs> like, That's what we're supposed to do. Right. She's like, I don't get to kill anything. Maybe, maybe Clint and I will jump into it, or if, maybe Neil, you can play with us, Neil. You have, you have the. Can you play it online, multiplayer? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, all, it's all in the Handsome Collection, right? Yep. Okay, cool. We'll have to try that out. Did, uh, wasn't there something... Okay, maybe... I'm, yes, it was that game. Uh, Courtney and I tried to play it, the prequel. Right. And it, it would glitch. go It would go into multiplayer and... You would move super slow. You'd move super slow and the guns didn't... Like where the crosshairs were, the guns would shoot way off right. of where the crosshairs were. I think that were. was a glitch that they patched. Oh, I'm sure they did, but we, I do we gave up on it like, so frustrated. And that's right after like, it came out. Because you were like, oh, we loved it. Like, And then Courtney and I tried to play it, and it was like, no, this is bad, Dan. What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> I know that it wouldn't happen solo, because I was playing it solo, and yeah. like, oh, yeah, it's pretty fun. And then you guys tried to play it together. That's right. Yeah, I hope <laughs> they fix that. Because I remember being like, I'm in space, but this is not fun. Like, I, cause I do remember being like, you guys are crazy. And then trying to play with Courtney and being like, Oh yeah, something's wrong. Yeah. And I looked it up online. It was like, yeah, it gets you stuck in some kind of slow motion mode. Yeah. Yeah. That was awful. I forgot about that. Uh, all right. So that was Neil. That was your number three. Yep. Cool. Uh, Clinton, your number three. Uh, my number three is <laughs> one of those, like, I don't know why I love this game so much, but it's tales of symphonia. It's an old JRPG for GameCube. Uh, it has like all Hold of on. the JRPG. Yeah, like a Japan Japan RPG. Japanese RPG. Japanese RPG. They're usually oh. turn based, right? He, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, so, okay, so it has all the trappings of a JRPG, which right. is terrible like, voice acting, <laughs> multi-stage boss fights. So like you kill the boss, like nope, just kidding. He's like actually bar. more powerful now. Right, right. Preteen protagonists, <laughs> uh, terrible haircuts, mm-hmm. fan service beach scenes. Uh, usually, ooh, this is super Japanese. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like even the, like I mean, all the Tales games are like based on their like anime like art style is like what they're. Was there a show? <clears throat> uh, yeah, I think they did make it into a like six part OVA anime. Insane, it's made on for PC home TV. now too. Mm-hmm. Probably they just released a like second version of it or a second game well probably not just well, there's, was an on HD, the there's a tales of symphonia hd but yeah i don't know i love it it's it's not like uh turn-based like most jrpgs but oh, uh, it's not turn-based no so it's the combat and it's actually like a lot of fun really interesting you get like these different skills and the more you use them the more powerful they get kind of standard thing but how everyone lines up is like you each are on like your own specific plane of movement uh, so you move like left and right on your plane while mm-hmm. everyone else is moving left and right on theirs. And like they all intersect across each other, but no one is like, not everyone's on the same. So like not every character can hit every enemy. No, they can. Okay. But the way like, so not everyone's on the same line, but it's like a 2d kind of combat. 
So like each character is on their own two D plane, gotcha. moving back and forth. Huh. Huh. I yeah. You you put this in their like little show note thing. Yeah. And I was like, I have never heard of. This yeah. Thing. I I. It's one of those things, and it, I think what it is for me, it was one of the first games that I actually got to play by myself. Like my brother and I didn't play it together. It was right. just a game that I played. And my ah. mom would sit and watch me play it, and my mom was all invested in the story, and like, <laughs> so it's just like me playing this game for the like this first game that I got to play, wholly myself that I beat by myself. I like that you took a hard right turn. It was like Rock Band because I love playing with people. Yeah. Well, no, that's <laughs> Mario I Party because I love playing with people. <laughs> this game because I played it by myself. Well, no, that's like one of those things. It was like it was the first game that I got to actually experience the whole thing, right? Like, like playing the whole thing. Uh, but yeah, I put like a lot of hours into that game. I went through and like found all of the stuff in it, played all the little mini scene side quests, and I'm seeing there's a sequel for Weed. Did you ever play that? I tried to, and I hated it. So, gotcha. oh, yeah, that's sad. I I've pre- I played an the only other Tales game that I enjoyed was Tales of the Abyss, I think. Actually, so yeah. there's like a whole like series. Yeah, there's a series of them all, and they all follow like a similar like yeah, storyline. The, the the sequel does not have good reviews. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't was not great. Um, yeah, so there's always like the plot of it is like there's a giant tree that supplies mana to the world, and it's sick. Someone's trying to kill it. Like, sick trees gotta, is that's a that's a video this. game trope. Yeah, <laughs> that's Ocarina of Time. Yeah, yep. sick tree. Yeah. I think there's a Harvest Moon where there's a sick tree. Probably yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever heard of this game, Neil? Tales of Symphonia? No, I have not. <laughs> I think, I think for any listeners, I should get it on the record that I am, I am not anti, uh, anime, but I, I do not like it. You definitely have an aversion it's to, like, anything, Japanese culture. Yeah. <laughs> not Japanese culture. I mean, it's like just the animation style. Yeah. And the voice acting. When I see one's eyes get big and glimmer, and then they go, huh. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Know. I just can't. I lose it. I'm I out love, of it. I love anime because I've. Like, it's not a human noise. I watch. I watch a lot of anime. I've attempted to get you into like even like Final Fantasy and stuff, and you're just like, nope, like, <laughs> no. But you are playing Monster Hunter World, which is gonna. Yeah, that got me, and it's so Japanese. Um, and <laughs> there's so many like just Japanese things. Yeah. Like, and I mean, Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, true. all of Nintendo is. I mean, it's not like it's not it's, anime style, though. I guess. No, like no yeah, it's it's the anime animation that really loses me, <laughs> and, and the like, voice uh, acting. Did you watch the Pokemon? And, did you watch the Pokemon anime when you were a kid? Oh yeah, I mean, I watched like the first two seasons, but yeah. that was when Pokemon was more popular than Jesus and the Beatles put together. <laughs> so if I didn't watch that, <laughs> you're missing sure. out on half your culture. No. Yeah, <laughs> no good. No, yeah, go to was... school the next day. <laughs> Delson Funny was great. I like I said, it's like it was like one of those surpri- like we were like making our lists, and I was like, you know, like that game. Like I right. just really love that game. And if I went back and played it now, it probably would not stand up. But right, maybe. I mean, maybe. you got that GameCube. Yeah, I do have a game, and I have the disc two of Tales of Symphonia. <laughs> Don't know where the first disc is. Classic like, double <laughs> yeah. disc games. And I, I, I've lost so much of my GameCube stuff. I just don't know where it is. But. Right. <laughs> um. All right, uh, that brings to my number three, which I think is also your number two, Neil. Uh, Elder Scrolls, specifically Oblivion. Oh yeah. And what? Oh, did you? Oh, you have you have Skyrim as like a yeah, just alternate I had notes on there. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
this is the game that everyone's like, oh, I played everything in it. It's the only game that I have all the achievements for on my Xbox. Do you really? I am yeah. missing one achievement, and uh, I think it's the last one you get in the the Mages Guild quest. Interesting. You gotta go get it. So you just never finished the Mages Guild quest? There was something that happened where I, I played a lot of it at home, to? but I was also also living at Dan's mom's house when I just <laughs> didn't want to be at home. Yeah. And she had all the monster. Yeah. And I think I finished it like going from box to box, and that one never saved. Um, the that game because like, we were into Halo and all that kind of stuff, but Oblivion came out, and I played Morrowind a little bit, um, and and I had it, but I never like got super into Morrowind. I liked the idea, but I would just mess around, like I just like use the flying spell and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but then like Oblivion came out, and like Neil and I were playing Halo and all in Borderlands and all this other stuff. Um, like we liked those kind of games, but Oblivion came out and we loved it so much. Like we would just like trade hours, like just playing. Yeah, our that characters. was the thing. Yeah, that was like just the one game. Like other. I never wanted to watch Dan play any game that I couldn't play unless it was that. Like, okay, what? You, like, <laughs> yeah. just, what's on the adventure yeah. agenda today? Right. And we would just watch each other play and like trade hours because oh, yeah. it was just so fun. Well, that's so how. That's how my very good friend Sam and I became friends. Is that we would play Oblivion. He would sit and watch me. I'd sit and watch him. Like. Yep. It was uh, it was so good, and it was like, I, I love it. I loved it so much that I couldn't stop, and I played so many hours. Yeah, and um, I just played a lot of that game. Never, never, even went into an Oblivion game. Oh, they're so fun. <laughs> I just never did it. Like I think that is actually one of our main. That's one of our main points that makes Oblivion better than Skyrim. Yeah, that's definitely for me. Like, I think Skyrim, like, Oblivion's hard. I want to go back and try to play Oblivion again. It's been a long time for me. I have it on my computer with all of the, like, DLC yeah, and all have, the extra I still stuff. have, because like, I had, like, the special edition. I have yeah. all that stuff. Like, all the extra, like, Templar armor or whatever. And yeah, and the DLC for that game was great. Besides horse armor, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> the horse the armor. infamous horse armor. Right. But, Which um, I think at the time they still like they hyped it up like we got something big coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is like if it gave your horse ar- actual armor, yeah, mud crab just, armor. It was just a cosmetic thing. Um, but I love the Oblivion Gates. They were so fun and like Skyrim. I, the the mechanics are so good in Skyrim, and they're definitely an improvement. Besides, I think magic was better in Oblivion, but it's kind of hard well, to go back and play. Oblivion, it, you could. You, you could, could make all your spells. own spells. Yeah. yeah, I love that. And I think just the way you use spells was better. I mean, you can dual cast in Skyrim, which is cool. But yeah. I think the Oblivion Gates in the main story was so much more fun and interesting. Like, hell was coming up. And the thing that bothers me, like, dragons are not fun to fight in Skyrim. I, I would disagree. Not even if I, you're an archer. I, I don't know. I always enjoyed... I, I don't know. Skyrim's one of those things where, like, you could make that game so trivial. Yeah. But you can also play it through... Where it's just not like yeah. where you like have trouble just doing things because you're not optimized for it. I the thing with the dragon is like the first time I saw a dragon. <laughs> don't get me wrong, I was like, oh this, yeah, yeah, odd. oh yeah, and that's it. <laughs> and then when you like the fifth time, it's like I just shoot at like the the combat in Skyrim isn't good enough to make fighting dragons fun. Yeah, but it's the same thing like with the Oblivion Gates. Like you, they just like pop up random places and like. But if you don't do the first one. You never, never have to do up. it. Yeah. Yeah. Same with the. Well, no. Yeah. You, if you don't go like a part, yeah, yeah. The dragons. But when you fight the dragons, like, they don't land enough 
really. I mean, they can, especially if you get the dragon wrench out. Yeah. But you're just shooting like this is like, this big monster. Did you get the dragon wrench out like halfway through the game. Well, Meanwhile, yeah. I started like I'm gonna play the I'm gonna play the main story for a bit. Like I should get to know the game. I'm a sword and shield guy, level five, <laughs> going up against a dragon. Every time I get near him, he literally bites half my torso and eats me. Right. Uh, this isn't fun. Yeah, I don't I don't like the dragons, and then they kind of just get annoying, and I don't even really like the dragon shouts that much. I don't like that mechanic. Oh, the shouts are terrible. Yeah, they're just like, none of them are like that amazing, I and mean, I'd rather like, just have, I'd just rather have them have better spells. The, the, I think a lot of the shouts are kind of like the the best spells yeah. for like that category, like yeah. the call it's, lightning one. And stuff. It's so weird, though, because it's like everyone can do it, so why be a mage if these are so good in a way? But Yeah, but the, yeah. Shouts suck. Although it is really, <laughs> it is really fun. Fustro dying everybody around. Yeah, <laughs> or slowing times fun too. But like yeah. some of the cooldowns are just that game gave us a angry. lot of memes. It did. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it was huge. It's still huge. Um, it's on the Amazon Echo. Yeah. Or no. Yeah, Amazon Echo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, but the Oblivion Gates. Like the thing was like they knew the combat wasn't that great, so they weren't making these big monsters. Like they were just little monsters throughout. And I yeah. loved when you beat. Um, the Oblivion Gate, you got that orb, and it would have a, yep. a, a uh, uh, enchantment you could put on a weapon or armor. Oh, yeah. I never yep. loved never. it. <laughs> when you beat a dragon, you got a soul, and if you didn't have enough walls, you couldn't do anything with it, which is like, that sucks. If you had the walls, and you're like, whatever, m- like we said, most of these shots aren't that cool. And then you ju- they just load you with dragon bones and scales, which you can never sell because no one ever has enough money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you like, can't make the armor <laughs> until you're fully leveled up. Right, and it's and if you're not interested in doing the armor thing, which I, I never have really played that kind of character that much, um, you know. But I love the Dark Brotherhood. I think the Dark Brotherhood's awesome in that one. Yeah, Dark Brotherhood's great in Oblivion too, where you have to kill everybody in the end. Um, and the Thieves Guild is fun. I still am unsure if I've beaten the Thieves Guild or not. Like I'm going through, and every time I'm like, I don't think I've done this. I do it, and I go, Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> I did this. <laughs> that one's really. Have you ever gotten like the, the, the Nightingale armor? I'm gonna say no. And that's what makes me think I didn't beat it. But like I said, every time I get, get something, I go, "Oh wait, no, I did it." Did you ever get the like blessings from the Thieves Guild? No, yeah, from the Thieves Guild. You get the blessings I from don't the remember. Daedric Prince. If I did the Thieves Guild, it would have been one of the first things I did because I always play as like a thief okay. character. First. Yeah, because you get you can turn invisible or you can. I don't know. There's three of them, three different separate like things that Nocturne gives you. That's the other thing I like about Oblivion over Skyrim is your character creation. You are more specialized right away because you pick oh, your star sign yeah. and stuff like that, and you don't have to go look for those stupid yeah. stones. The the one thing about Skyrim that I think is way better than Oblivion too, though, is like leveling up. If you oh. don't, if you, <laughs> you don't, don't have perfectly, to go to sleep at least. <laughs> well, you that, and if yeah. you don't perfectly play, yeah. Like, oh, I'm going to level up these five things this level, so right. those are the only things I'm going to do. You don't get the like full bonus for that level. Right, right, right. Which I wasn't a huge ah. fan of. Right, in, uh, in Oblivion. In Oblivion, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, because it's like whatever yeah. you did. And I miss the, I do miss the athletic skills and the acrobatic <laughs> yeah. skills. Because I love being a Khajiit is my favorite Khajiits race. Khajiits are so dumb. I love them. Khajiits and I love so that dumb. you could just jump onto a roof. Yeah. <laughs> He just <laughs> jumped twenty feet up. Yes, <laughs> loved it. But that's the other problem I have with um, with Skyrim in, in the main story specifically, is that you're like you're you know you're the dragonborn. You I know? have this written down. Yeah, yeah, and it's weird because like in Oblivion you kind of just stumble upon the Oblivion Crisis and cool, I'll help. 
I hate this idea that they like put you in this like box like you are the dragonborn you're the chosen one and it's like well I'm a Khajiit so like I'm cat and I'm dragon and I'm like, <laughs> it's, like it doesn't make sense yeah in a weird way yeah. and I also uh, like I've mentioned this to you before I wish there was a little more and I don't know Oblivion doesn't do it that well either but there's like all this racism in Skyrim is like supposed to be this big thing and I'm a, I'm playing as a Khajiit and there's this camp of Khajiits outside and they're like we're not allowed within the city walls like and you're yeah. like, oh no! And, and you, you walk, walk in, in and like, and hey, like, Dragonborn, yeah, what's up? <laughs> See you later. Yeah, that's what I have. I have here. It's just boring fantasy racism that has no yeah. weight. Like, where's yeah. the like actual like weight behind this? Like, if you want to make certain races like undesirable in certain right. places, like then like lean into that. Like, yeah, I agree. Make it hard for a Khajiit to like buy things in town right and like, I really hope they explore that price is higher or something yeah. yeah I mean it's like hard to do it and to do it effectively and like in a way that isn't just like annoying yeah yeah so I think it's like an interesting like if but it's, it's like a like if you build like I mean then this gets into a whole like thing that's not even close to Elder Scrolls but like renowned mm-hmm. like building renowned into games and stuff but yeah I mean like you know I think you know, Fable didn't have different races, but they did like good and bad really well. Yeah. And I would like something of that, more of that in, in Elder Scrolls. Yeah. And maybe this next one that's coming out, I mean, it's been, you know, it'll be 10 plus years probably by the time it comes out. <laughs> yeah. So who knows? But I think Five. there's a, the other thing I just playing through Skyrim, like just little quality of life stuff that would make the game a lot better is the menu. The UIs are not very good. No. No. I was playing as an archer, Khajiit archer, and so I made poisons. I love alchemy. I think it's a really fun thing to, like, explore what all the things do and, yeah. you know. And so I'm making poisons and potions. And you then just I'm end up with a bag full of them. Full of them. <laughs> and it's like, all right, I'm fighting, so I'm looking for my poisons. And it's like, all right. It's like it slows <laughs> down the already slow combat. And then... You know, it's I, like this is a poison that returns fifty health, but it takes twenty. <laughs> yeah, and then this is a poison that gives a bunch of stamina. <laughs> You're this, like this Damn. poison. <laughs> if I could just go into like a potion area and then have poisons, health, stamina, like if they could just yeah. and like other, there just <laughs> needs to give us a little more. Yeah. And also, if you're an archer, you're going, okay, poison this arrow, shoot, all right, pause. pause. Yeah. Next poison. poison. There's half the poison right, arrows pause. when you're an archer, though. <laughs> yeah, well, some, I mean, some of those harder bosses, I used it against dragons a lot. Yeah. But, yeah, they, they need to, like, be make a way to fast track, like, do you want to poison the next five arrows? Like, <laughs> something where it's just not, like, yeah. And even, like, that quick menu wasn't great for it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and I, I do want to go back and play Oblivion, and that was just such a big game for me. But yeah. Any other st- thoughts on Elder Scrolls, Oblivion, anything like that? All right, let's get rolling then. That was your number two, right, Neil? That, yeah. Okay. So, Clinton, your number two. Do you want to do that? Which one? Do you, you do your, oh, you do oh, your yeah, I'll do my number two, two just because yeah. of how everything's setting up. Um, so, my number two is Hearthstone. <laughs> we don't need to get into it that much. There's not speaking like of games story. that you just play for the sake of playing. And right now, I'm, <laughs> I have stepped away from Hearthstone. I've been missing these events and stuff, and it's weird to me. But I had I didn't even want to put Hearthstone on the list because it's such a weird game to talk about. There's no like story yeah. or nostalgia or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but I played it for two and a half years, almost every single day of my life. So I had to put it down here, <laughs> and I do love the game. It's yeah. a really good. It's a fun game. Online card I mean, game. it's a just. A, 
Yeah, it is just a card game. I had I, a- I enjoy popping in and out. The the problem is it's it's expensive. Yeah, that's I do have it on there is so much money. Yeah. I did spend a lot of money on it. Um but you know, maybe I'll get back into it. All right, and our final one, this well, is my number two. Well, Clinton's number two okay. and my number one and Neil's number one. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> So yeah. M- oh wait, then we have one more. You're and right. then my yeah, you're one number one. Uh so my number two, their number one, uh Zelda games. Love them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who? I feel like I can confidently say who doesn't. Uh, my wife. Yeah, <laughs> but she won't even my actually wife. give it a try. Yeah. So. yeah, we were like, just get off. Like she's like, it's boring. I'm like, no, it is not. You were <laughs> no, just. She just has bad taste. <laughs> yeah, she, in men, she, in and games. Dang. <laughs> no, she says no patience. Love, yeah, no, she does not have any patience. Uh, you my, shouldn't need patience for a Zelda game. Oh my! They suck you in from the first. Some, uh, I don't know. The, some the, the, take the, a long time. Yeah. The and plateau the, in the, the beginning of the wild. Yeah, the plateau is fun in like that. Like, especially if you played Zelda games. Like, oh, like I have all of the things now. Like, yeah. yeah. Is this what the dungeons? Am I gonna have like five hundred like things to go through? And right. then you realize, oh no, like they just give you everything in the beginning, and then like rains are off. You just go do what you right. want. Yep. Um. Specifically, I mean, for me, it's Breath of the Wild. It's a tie between Breath of the Wild and Ocarina of Time for the best. Yeah. I played Ocarina of Time back in the day and really enjoyed it. Uh It never, like, stood out to me, though. Really? Yeah. Neil, you got a favorite Zelda? Um, I am. I got a a three-way tie here. Yeah. Actually, no. I'll confidently say Breath of the Wild is my favorite. It's so good. uh, I need to play it again. Ocarina of Time taught mm-hmm. me how to read like <laughs> my parents would would watch me play that game and they'd love it because they'd see their little kid like you know solving puzzles and be like we didn't even know how to do that right and they'd help me they'd read through like the guidebook um when i got stuck and then eventually they wouldn't want to do that anymore so they'd leave right and i'd be stuck stuck on something and then they'd come back and be like neil how'd you figure it out and i'd be like oh i just read it in the book Neil, you don't know how to read. <laughs> I've not figured it out. <laughs> that that game, like I, uh, I used to go over to my my babysitter lived like two streets down or two houses down from me, and I would just like beg her to be like, "Let us go to your house." <laughs> I would just go and play Ocarina of Time like over and over That's and over. Funny. It never got that far because uh, her she had a, a brother that would like delete my save all the time. <laughs> so then, like when I got older, I finally just like bought an N sixty four and just played it, and I played it again on the Wii. I played it. I played. I played it on my computer, <laughs> um, in an emulator recently, and I was like su- surprised at how like how much of it like really stands the test of time. It holds up yeah. really well. Um, and Nintendo Did- makes a lot of games that hold up. You know, like I played. We're talking about you know I played Donkey Kong Country and that like yeah. that holds up. And I even played like Paper Mario recently and like that holds up. The the N sixty four one. Yeah. Um, oh, what a good game. They do a really good job of, you know, making yeah, I think if you have, last. like, simple mechanics and, mm-hmm. like, notable, like, interesting things going on, right. it's going to stand up. Um, I feel like, especially with Nintendo, like, I mean, their staple being platformers. Platformers don't age. They're an old game type. Right. Yeah. They're doing them what better now. They're adding new things. But right. at, at the core, it's still... Yeah, but very, I mean, you know, a very simple Ocarina technique. just being like an adventure game that holds up is crazy. And it was revolutionary at the time in like Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Did it again. <laughs> like, a couple, 
a couple Ocarina of Time notes. I think it was, at least in my gaming career, it's probably the first open world I played. Yeah, and it's like it's not a hundred percent an open world. You know, there's definitely direction, but like you know, you you could just run around Hyrule. After yeah, you got yeah. out of the forest, you could go anywhere you wanted. Yeah. You might not be able to get in yet, but you could get to the door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's great. And, like, just, like, the idea of, like, you know, you see Doom Mountain in the back, like, all the time. Yeah. Like, you know, wherever you are. And, like, it's just, it was so good. Yeah. And I, I had uh, such a crush on what cheek. was the desert world you went that was all women, Gerudo? females? Yeah, Gerudo. Yeah. The Gerudo? Oh, man. Are you talking Breath of the Wild or Ocarina of Time? Ocarina of Time. (laughs) Breath of the Wild, too. Well, in Breath of the Wild, you have to do that whole cross-dressing thing. It gets a little weird. Um, I do like... uh, (laughs) All the Gerudo women have that big, long nose, though, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, that's Just like Ganon. Yeah, yeah, because Ganon's... They brought that back for the new Smash game. They get Ganon his giant nose back. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I always always like the fairies. The big fairies that (laughs) popped up. They were that scary would, looking in oh, Ocarina of Time. They would just but, orgasm every time they came out of the oh, mountain, guys. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> ah! What was that? No, you oh, you're one. not going to do it again for us? What was that? <laughs> backed up. You backed up real quick on that. Um, yeah. yeah, no. Uh, Breath of the Wild, though, is like probably my favorite. Hands yeah, down. It's really good. I just have it, uh, I just have it tied because... Just because Ocarina of Time was so revolutionary and it like cha- you know yeah. was really big for me it's, too. Ocarina of Time or Breath of the Wild, I mean, is it's so just like all bets are off. <laughs> it's so fun. <laughs> it's just so it's so fun and it's and so it, like calm at times and then yeah. so intense and at like, others. And it's fun just, to just cook. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's fun. Everything it in makes that game that little it makes that little ding ding ding, and then you're just like, yeah, I'm cooking. And then sometimes it's like da 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 da, and you get the like super super yeah. food out of it. Oh man, but there's so much in that game because I, I played and I just loved it, and I was like, I need to play. I have yeah. a hard time finishing games, and I'm working on that. <laughs> I'm trying to buckle down and like because I get anxiety of like, oh, I'm playing this, I'm not playing something else, you know. You and got video game FOMO. I do have that, yeah. So then I end up never finishing a game. So I was like, I need to finish this game. I love it so much. So I focused so much on getting through and doing all the temples and everything, and, or the bosses, and beating Ganon. And then when I was done, I'm just like watching videos or like listening to people talk, and I'm like, I did not know that was in that game. <laughs> yeah, like, I got to go back and play. <laughs> I did all of the. I did all of the shrines. Yeah, I did, I did all. And of... I have no desire to do all the shrines. But... Oh, I had so much fun just trying to find them. Like you just go out and explore. Like I had so much fun in the game. I played that game. I should look and see. I think I had. Like, I didn't know you could. Into it. I didn't know you could uh, do your shield surfing until like the last probably four oh, really? hours. Of Clinton my game told me before I started playing how to shield surf. Because he was like, they don't. Or no, you did. You did. Because you took a Neil. Because you were like, yeah. this is how you shield surf. They don't tell you like unless you <laughs> find the guy. So yeah. just know how to do it. And I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, the best way to play that game, though, if you're going to replay it, Dan, mm-hmm. turn the HUD off. Okay. I'll have to check it out. Do, Ooh, just that turn the HUD fun. off. But then you don't know how you're going to die when you're going to die, right? No, no, no. You still have, you still have your health and okay. your stamina, and that's it. Okay. Everything else that's on that HUD is telegraphed through the world. Okay. Like, you know when Link's cold. You know when he's hot. Right. You know how much noise you're making. Right. You know which direction you're going. Like And, like, mm. without the minimap, that game is so fun. Like, there's no... You just have to, like, find your way. You can pull the map up and everything, but um, I really, really enjoyed it. I have been... Without the HUD. Keeping, and I played the whole thing without it. I've been keeping a list of 
games that I want to play and like revisit and all this kind of stuff. And I have so many because I know we're <laughs> going to talk about Ocarina of Time and uh, Breath of the Wild, but I have so many Zelda games on there that I want to revisit, um, including Wind Waker because I had it for Wii U and I'm really afraid. Uh, to put it in my Wii U because it stopped working like once and then I couldn't I put it in again it didn't work again and I was like oh this game's broken and I was just like afraid to put it in and like really come to terms with the fact it was broken <laughs> <laughs> so I just stopped playing <laughs> it's like well if it's broken I'm not going to get to play anyway yeah. so, why have you forsaken me yeah. <laughs> so I want to play Wind Waker I want to go back and play Twilight Princess again I um, don't remember Twilight Princess other than right, really being it. the wolf at some point. Mm-hmm. But that's, I do want to shout out, shout out for Wind, Break, Wind yeah. Waker. I've that was a played, fantastic game. Yeah, I've only played three of them. I've only played Ocarina of Time, mm-hmm. Twilight Princess, and Breath of the Wild. Um, I also want to go back and play Skyward Sword. I was about... I, I probably had like two hours left in the game and then I started dating now my wife and put like all my energy into like courting her and just like stopped playing the Zelda game. Yeah. So, and then I tried to pick it up like two years after we were dating, had been dating and I was like, I, I don't, don't know what I'm going. doing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's and then the worst I part. Do you want to play a link to the past, uh, which I used to play when I was a kid on SNES and, but it's on the classics. So yeah. I'm going to do that. Okay. I'm sure we could like have a Zelda podcast. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. So, absolutely. Uh, Anything anyone absolutely has to say about Zelda? Besides no. the fact that it's amazing? No. One of my favorite, favorite video game tropes is don't hurt chickens. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> and that comes out of Zelda. That's all I got to say. And That's I lo- just awesome. Okay, just, yeah. And I love the enemies in Breath of the Wild. You can get them to attack chickens and then they just get reamed by them. Yeah. <laughs> Courtney asked you something about chickens the other day. Like, we were watching some video and they like made some kind of gag about the chicken. She was like, "What did they talk about?" I was like, "Oh, in Zelda, because oh, I think in the Smash Brothers, like a Smash Brothers." Oh yeah, yeah. There's a thing with chickens. Yeah. yeah, you can throw a chicken at somebody and they all attack them. Yeah. So. All right, Clinton. Uh, we are down to your last one. Yeah. So we one. talked about earlier. I said in the regular. When yeah. We're talking about what games I'm playing. In this game, I have. You are always playing this game. Oh yeah, I have probably. Oh, I don't know, but. If not, like, a thousand, close to a thousand hours into this game. (laughs) Um, It's called Factorio, which I'm sure some people know, some people probably don't. Uh, The gist of it is that you crash land on a alien planet, Uh and you have to get off the planet. So you're trying to build a rocket. Uh, (laughs) And you play play this multiplayer with your roommate a lot, too. Uh, Not really. I mean, we played through for a few hours, probably 40, 50 hours one time, but uh, which I guess is a lot for most games, but I have so much time into this game. Uh, But you just build a factory is essentially what it is. You start... And this this game has the best pacing of any game that I've ever played. Yeah. It's like it ramps up perfectly. The difficulty starts easy, and then it adds more and more to it. And as you unlock more things, there's more to unlock. Right. And the pacing on it is just, I think, is perfect. Wow. Uh, this is like a 10 out of 10 every place I'm looking. Yeah. No, people love it. It's amazing. Uh, if you, like, I don't know. It, there's something about it that it's just... it hooks me and i'll stop playing it for a few months right. like three four months and then i'm like i need to play factorio and then i'll play <laughs> it for like 200 hours right uh, but yeah you land on this alien planet and you're trying to get off you're building a rocket you have to put build a factory uh so you start like mining coal and iron ore and copper ore and then you turn it into like 
automated miners that mine it for you so you don't have to and then, i've seen you play it seems intense yeah it's i wouldn't say it's intense but it's definitely involved right uh but i guess it can get intense because there's enemies that are trying to like there's bugs on this planet that are trying to kill you so right. Uh, this looks. I'm looking at trailers and stuff for it right now. This looks kind of Starcrafty. Manage your base, uh, but there's. No, it's not like an RTS though. No, yeah, it's yeah. You just play one character and you go around, go around uh, building things. You put stuff onto belts and the belts move them from the factory. That so like so life cycle of like building a green chip, which are like green circuit board. You like. You mine the copper to to uh, ship it to your smelters, and then your smelters pump it out into the machines. But then you also have to mine iron ore and pump that into the uh, machine that makes it into wire, and then that wire gets turned. It's crazy. It's kind of like how like Ark or something like the things like kind of you know you keep making stuff out of what you find, but it's like to yeah. the extreme. Yeah, yeah. And it's great because it's always something you can be doing. Like, oh, you know what? I need to like add more smelters because I'm running low on iron. And right. then you get that done, and it's like, oh, well, now I don't have enough copper because there's <laughs> more iron now. It's so. like that that you play till four in the morning because you're yeah. like, oh, I'll just do the next step. Oh yeah, and that's always a thing too yeah, on the subreddit wow. is like, hey guys, I got Factorio at lunch yesterday, and they like post like 24 hours played. <laughs> 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 that's funny, and that's just for PC, right? That's yeah, PC game. yeah, yeah. And it, what's on Mac too? I'm looking at right now, yeah. and after oh. being out for nearly two years, it's still 30 bucks. So. Wow. Oh, it just went up. Actually, it's been it was twenty forever, and they will never. They've said like we're not gonna ever put this on sale. Right. Uh, and they went from. That's a weird stance to take. Yeah. Well, no, I mean like that's like their gaming philosophy is like right. our game is worth this much. Gotcha. If you don't want to pay that, then don't pay it. Right. <laughs> like you don't. I mean, they didn't go it. full price at like sixty, so I. Get no. It. Yeah, and it was twenty until like two weeks ago, I think. Uh, because as they're getting closer, so it's still an alpha, actually. Oh, uh, wow. and the developers are like the best game developers I've seen on a game. Like stuff gets posted, like uh, I re- think this is a bug, like, <laughs> and like within an hour, like a patch is out oh, fixing nice. like this random bug that only happens if you do this very specific thing on this specific chunk of the map or whatever. Well, there like, you go, guys. If you uh, want to <coughs> play a game for 24 hours straight yeah no it's amazing i like i said i Woob software i will sit for hours and just play it and like i'm gonna well look into some factorio yeah, yeah. i listen to podcasts and books on tape while i play it. it's great right right because <laughs> it's kind of yeah all right well that is our top five games uh from the three of us and game series uh you know if you're listening if you want to send in your top five do it yeah well i'll, I'll look at them do you have a little at sign for him oh at sign oh to give to him you can follow us on twitter at game underscore goose or follow us on our facebook page but that is episode one thank you guys so much we'll see you guys or you know we won't see you'll you. hear from us you'll hear from <laughs> us again next week uh we'll have a new topic and thanks for listening uh my name is dan curry my name is clinton brower remember what's good for the goose is good for the gander <laughs> Oh, you stole it. My name's Neil Brower, and you just got goosed. (laughs) All right, everybody. We'll see you next week. Thank you.